Hello, everyone. Welcome to the GPX podcast. Uh, my name is Asan. I'll be your moderator for this week. And of course, we have our highly educated, brilliant, illuminating, the most radiant, talented panel I could ever ask for. Uh, joining us uh, via, via Zoom, uh, we have Tony. Hello, hello, everyone. And uh, it's such a privilege to have this person with us. Nat. Hello, everyone. Hello. Also, how are you? <laughs> how are you guys I'm, doing today? I'm very, very happy to be here. Yeah. Doing okay. fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad we yeah. could finally get this this going. Sorry, again, but we're oh, here not now. Not at all. Not we're at here all. now. Are you apologizing to the audience for your troubles or, or to us? Well, no, they don't know about <laughs> our troubles. Okay, well, to record you should apologize to like them regardless. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just yeah. talking about Monday, but yeah, also today. Too, yeah. <laughs> hey, it wasn't my fault yesterday. Somebody that's, turned that's 80. True. So yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I turned into an 80 year old man. My back yeah. hurt. Why? My back it's, hurt. <laughs> it's so sad that I'm looking at people much younger than me having back and like muscle problems. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just hit the gym, guys. So that's what I can say. Well, it's that's, good. That's you enough about Jim. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the games. Yeah, you both look great. So, what Thank happened you, this right. week? <laughs> well, See, at um, least he took the compliment. Better than you, Nat. I don't take compliments. I give. I them. know. Yeah. <laughs> we had the game award, so I wanted to start us off today uh, talking about. Um, well, I guess the game awards. Uh, We'll discuss a bit about that see what else is in the news if anything comes to mind um you know we'll bring it up we'll talk about it um it's been great i gotta say man tony uh nat seriously great thank you thank you for the effort uh for joining us and to to get this podcast happening on a weekly basis um i was kind of fearful it's like oh man are we actually gonna record this week but to see you guys in here um and especially tony having the zoom meeting uh, logging us in uh, for free really means a lot. I tried. Yeah, I was trying to make it happen. <laughs> Everyone knows true philanthropy is when you spend no money at all. No money. You yeah. get money for spending no money. That's, <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. Make money for free. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's what Bruce Wayne said, right? <laughs> yeah. In his in his movie, Die Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. Die Hard. Was yeah, it, yeah. What was he, an investment oh, yeah. banker or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he refused make to let money the stock market free. die. Yeah. And he yeah. looks at Michael Douglas right in the face and he goes, to make money, you don't need to spend money. Yeah. You just got to live, Michael Douglas. <laughs> you just got to live. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, the Game Awards. Uh, uh, why did I run by? Uh, there were a lot of announcements happening um uh, throughout the game awards we're going to discuss the winners and losers going to discuss the amount of games that were revealed um to make this kind of efficient i came up with a game what we'll go with is sink or swim so if something comes up uh and let's say the panel says both of you or two people at least say sink then we're not going to talk about it we're just going to say it and move on Swim is we gonna you know swim in that and we'll 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 discuss a little bit more maybe give a bit of info. So is there like that's a how, is there like a struggling float option, like if you if you like if you're desperately trying to swim, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. but you end up like you know just oh floaty and, option and, and, i like that and, floaty. And, like drowning. well you know we could we could give and the honorary floater <laughs> to, to the list the honorary floater. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. to do about that yeah oh god <laughs> so we'll have the honorary floater and we'll we'll have the deep dive uh or we'll we'll give the honorary submarine you know the one we just that's down there that is so we're, bad we have to talk about it we're just uh we're just going the whole nautical theme here yeah yeah nautical might theme. as well man yeah. sink or swim baby sink or swim uh so with that in mind Hard to uh, first of all yeah. did you did you guys see the game awards did you did you witness the the beauty of it yeah i actually watched it believe it or not wow matt uh i'm i'm afraid i have to say that i'm the the least cultured person here tonight and i did not in fact see the game awards in their entirety it's a good thing it Uh, aired uh five days ago (laughs) or else we'd be in trouble it's a a tight frame yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know don't go to that stupid wedding now but i mean anyways 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 uh, no, I, I saw it twice. Uh, I saw it. Uh, I tuned in live uh, when you guys are messaging me, uh, but I tuned in halfway and then I saw it again uh, in its entirety. And then I saw it once more uh, to see the reaction of one of my favorite like gaming sites. So what Easy As- Allies did. And then I saw what uh, Maximilian Dude did, who's all about fighting games. Just today. to see like what. Yeah. Sorry, they had like a reaction video. Yeah, they had reaction just like of the highlights, what they thought of the awards, uh, game announcements. There's certain games we're going to talk about that were revealed for the first time and some games that were kind of like on, it's an ongoing process. So got to see what people had to think about that. Um, I guess the awards itself, uh, I'm glad it's happening. Personally, I think it's a great thing uh, that, you know, we have these kind of awards. Uh, I, I like the format this year. Um, I'll be very honest. I like that there were less sketches um, or like lame things done by really weird people I, I, and less influencers. I really like that. How, how did you guys feel? I, I definitely agree with you in that in that regard. It felt like a very streamlined thing. Uh, if there was like a little sketch or something, it was kind of like quirky. Like it was a little, little funny, nothing too can't really think of any off the top of my head i think i did see one or two though um yeah i think before there was this problem i mean definitely when they were first doing this before jeff took it on his own you know obviously it was cringy and i think they're still kind of kind of not living with that as much but um that is a hard thing to get out of and i'm glad that they've made it more professional over the years and I mean, last year, the Zoom one was just, you know, it's hard not to be cringy with Zoom. But, you know, I mean, for an award show, right? I mean, a podcast is one thing, but when it's like, (laughs) all right, Bill, you guys won. Oh, thank you. We're we're so happy. (laughs) Thank you so much. Can I tell you my favorite moment of last year? was when they announced the winner for the best ongoing game and it was uh sean murray for no man's sky and literally you could see him take a big gulp of a beer bottle right in the background as they announced the winner and he quickly does a double take and he puts it away <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah that feel was yeah weird. yeah it'd be <laughs> i feel like it'd be funnier if like he had like a 
like a flask like he just yeah it's just like <laughs> thank is, you uh, we'll remind you that this is an uh, alcohol free event uh, <laughs> yeah. was it hilarious because really? it was censored it was a bottle of corona and it was just like, like a huge sip of it that beer did not age well yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. i'm pretty sure that was on purpose <laughs> maybe that was great it was great but is, was there anything cringy this year? That's a very interesting thing. Anything that stuck out for both of you uh, that felt like a little, oh, I didn't like that. Um, no, I can't. I can't think of anything where I was getting secondhand cringe or anything like that. It was pretty. Uh, you got one. Go for it. You got one. Uh... Well, I mean, you know, it's like the typical, uh, geez. I don't want to upset anybody, but uh, But I have opinions. I totally forgot about that one. Well, you know, it's the whole thing. He like comes in and he's like, oh, by the way, everyone, we got to be inclusive. And it's like, okay, Jeff, like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, you know, Jeff had to get his virtual signaling out for a little bit and make sure he dedicated a good five minutes to it, which is, it's not cringy, but it's just like, oh, okay. I felt, I felt it was a good attempt, but it didn't come off right because there were people that were asking him to actually name like Ubisoft and, and Activision in this process. And he well, didn't. Well, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, okay. Yeah, like the, okay, we're going to, I mean, one, because if you look at, who is in charge of games, especially in the West? Everyone is yeah. on board with. Uh, I don't want to get political for this podcast, but it, we got to call it for what it is, right? They're on board with liberal social views and liberal values. Almost all okay. of them. I mean, okay. I, I've never seen. I haven't seen that disputed, at least in the yeah. West, right? Right. So at a Western game show, it just seems like preaching to the choir. Yeah. I think I felt like going against the grain maybe would have been good. Uh, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna uh, virtue signal, if you're gonna attack people for, are you gonna bring up this idea of discrimination and, and harassment? Then, uh, and you're the type of person to name names, which I find disingenuous because he did that with Konami, like there was no tomorrow. Exactly right. Yeah. Because again, now that's. Before that gets out of hand, I'm not saying that's like a crazy racism thing or whatever. And he, but yeah. I think in that regard, they're not on his back door, like Activision, you know, potentially. Yeah, they're not giving him some money. There's no skin in the game. Yeah, they don't care. They don't, they don't yeah, give yeah. a shit. They're like, yeah, whatever. We, like, we shouldn't. Swear, so I felt really weird care. where he could have been a little more uh, diplomatic. Well, I but mean, he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nat, two cents. Um, yeah, he could have been a bit more diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just doing a bit more research, so um, I didn't quite hear the full extent of the conversation. But the um, um, no, do you on. think it, it it's good to call out Activision and Ubisoft? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like definitely for like you know, like even if they're if paying their bills. Yeah. Like, did they sponsor, were they like, they were the main sponsors of the games, supposedly? Not the uh, main, but one of the bigger sponsors. They had sure. games shown from Activision and Ubisoft. Yeah, did, uh, they, had, did they? What games were Ubisoft that were shown? I can't even think off the top of my head. Like, well, big I mean, there's, clips, there's bits, bits and pieces. I, I think 
uh, Mario and Rabbids 2 was part of the Nintendo showcase. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like hardly. Right. Yeah, it is Ubisoft, but it's more like break off Ubisoft. But you know, and yeah, it's the same. Right. The I'm same not sure. I, I think we'll go through the list, but I'm pretty sure there's a Rainbow Six or Tom Clancy something in that list. It's it's hard not to imagine any game awards show where another military shooter sort of <laughs> rears its head with a Tom Clancy emblem. Uh, yeah, it just feels very disingenuous. That's all. I mean, you're having all this stuff about you know, say no to harassment. They had like the drag queen gaming and stuff. That's all fine. And so I was waiting for him. I was like, is he going to say anything? He's just like, well, we we support everyone and we don't want harassment. Yeah. Anyways, next topic. I'm like. <laughs> don't look at us yeah we're fine yeah, yeah. activision and who are you talking to you know it felt like i was the reason that harassment was happening i felt like i was on blast well like, but dude i play smash brothers so that is that is how it sounds it? it sounds like he's like yelling at the audience in a way and right? i'm just like what i mean just call it for what it is like there there are companies that are embroiled in controversy right now right I mean, if you're talking, if be the change you want to be, right? If you're not gonna, if you're gonna sing these platitudes and then not actually commit to it, well, I mean, like, just to get the audience it, up to speed. Sorry, if you no, don't want to no. like call them out like directly, I feel like, uh, like subtle roast is the way to go. Yeah, do, yeah, do some subtle roast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it could it could have been done with such style too. Like yeah, they could yeah. have had the names like run by the background really fast. <laughs> Now, that would have been funny and it would have right. made a lot of people uncomfortable that but i think he's he's trying to be a legitimate game show i mean it is a legitimate show i mean yeah that's that's the standard that they're aiming for so i get why he didn't do the call out but again it just it just feels very disingenuous it feels like uh, he took a book out of the academy awards when you have like i i was all gonna... these actors being like oh we yeah we won't stand up for sexual harassment what we no, I, I wasn't friends with Harvey Weinstein for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't pay me all my money. And no, I didn't call him God on stage. No, shut up. Yeah. It, just, it feels like a little I, bit like that. Half-hearted. It's like, you know, I don't stand with any of this stuff, but you're not naming your ties or, or discussing these things. And my answer to that is like, either do it full in or don't do it. And yeah. I, th- I would have been comfortable if he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever brought up. Because then you're making a stand. You're making a stand of saying, like, these things shouldn't be discussed in this award ceremony, and we should just move on. And, you know, show the effort where it matters. Donate, help out, go to these outreach programs. Uh, Use your platform to publicize stuff after the award show or before, whatever. Yeah, like, like choose a point to do it. Like, if you're going to, like, try and combat something, like, you may as well do it. You may as well start at a point where you can just keep going. Rather than be like kind of tied, like hands tied behind your back of like, oh yeah, we want to like promote, you know, like everyone being open and like uh, no like harassment or like no, you know, workplace problems or no problems in the gaming industry. Like everything will be fine. And then, but you can't, like, if you can't call out the people who are doing it, then it's just like, it's really kind of (laughs) empty. It's like Ubisoft, but you know, they got the new expansion back to... Tom Clancy's something something. <laughs> like, you want to play Watch Dogs? Tom, Tom, Tom Clancy's uh, sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Ubisoft, where do I begin with that company? There's like, literally, their head in Toronto was the biggest harasser. There's an actual case of rape that happened in that studio. 
an actual case that was covered by Kotaku, maybe not in detail or not. And this company is just like, not, there's no change. It's just mm-hmm. like doubling down on virtue signaling. You know, I don't need to see uh, Team India doing hard work on Prince of Persia's remake. By the way, there's a We all know they're doing hard work, all right? They do, yeah, do plenty of hard wait, work. Wait, so now the, now the thing is you have to be Indian to work on Prince of Persia? Apparently so, even though it's a more... Wouldn't, a you, have to, wouldn't you have to be Iranian to work on Prince of Persia? I know! <laughs> you know the funny thing? If you do get a chance to go to the first reveal clip, oh my God. the studio head, when she's talking about how she's working, there's a montage of clips. I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to pick on her. But she's literally typing on the keyboard with one finger at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're like, and you can imagine, like, like, um, like just oh, stalling no. and be like, uh, "Where's the bell uh, key?" <laughs> so go. for me, so like, I remember a friend of mine was like, "Dude, she can't even have been typed. What is she doing this head? No, no, uh, no. And you know, again, it's just we're like, gonna get we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> but. But here's the thing. It's like nobody will call her out. Nobody will call her out because uh, people are afraid. People are afraid that if you call her out, you're going to be labeled a bigot. You're going to be labeled, oh, it's just another white guy. Dude, I'm not a white guy. And I'm calling <laughs> her out. So, like, yeah. fuck off. Look, this podcast like, is oh, extremely yeah. diverse, actually. Right? And, I mean, that's the thing. We're in Japan. So, kiss my ass. <laughs> It's like uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like care. We should, we should definitely replace one of us with a woman, with a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we could okay, like I'll... it'll be the trifecta of diversity. Yeah. That we just got one empty square right over there in that corner. <laughs> Zoom, it'll be good. Yeah. So moving on, moving on. Otherwise, like... we'll be on this, on this a woman. <laughs> We're gonna be the awards themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a pre-show. I'm gonna name games. If you want to see it, swim. Say swim. If you sink, say sink, and we don't talk about it. So pre-games that were announced. Uh, the first one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oof. I'm curious, so swim. Yeah, swim. swim. Okay, who wants to so, talk about it? Tony. I mean, I mean, I love the movies. I didn't I didn't really see much of the trailer. There was, was a very really... brief teaser. Yeah, uh, I thought it was like for the I movie. I did Friday, Friday the 13th online. Mm-hmm. Then it should be good then, because there's right. a lot of good things about that game. So right, and, I mean, and it was a little rough series, around the so. edges, but it was definitely a good game. Mm-hmm. I saw like gameplay of Friday the Thirteenth, and I was like, Jesus, it's like fucking brutal. Like I probably couldn't play it because like, uh, yeah, man, Oy. yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, same studio doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, sure, that's good. So, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, I wonder, the only thing I guess is just, you know, not to be cynical, um, is it just a movie tie-in for that? That's uh, what we're unsure of. It, the teaser didn't let in. that in. Um, I'm hoping it's more of a, an expansive universe, kind of like an online game. But it has so. elements that we've seen with the Friday the 13th game because mm-hmm. there was a legal uh, dispute between the company, uh, the movie studio that owned that rights, and the developer. That game had to be shut down. Oh, really? Okay. You didn't know? Okay. Yeah, no, no. There was a, an actual dispute. Uh, they found out that the right holder wasn't the movie studio with someone else. And they didn't give that right for the game to be made. Mm. The really? servers had to be shut down. Yeah, there's a huge thing. I, can, I mean, I can look it up right now. I got my laptop in front of me. Um, but yeah, that was a huge thing. 13th. How did you that. feel... 
Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that that makes yep. a lot of sense. The Cunningham and Victor Miller owning the rights. The last uh, of the original film. Unfeasible to you the future. Yeah. Yeah, because there's all these... Um, yeah, that game's a mess because the Cunningham and all them, they like sold the rights post... Yeah, I don't know. Jason takes New York or something. It's like this eighth movie or something along those lines. Yeah, and they sold to New Line Studios, but like those original guys held on to the Friday the Thirteenth name. That's why every movie yeah. after was called Jason, whatever. So they oh. own the character, but they couldn't use the name Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, oh, Victor Miller games were shut down last year. No sh- kidding. <laughs> so I mean. This is again now now that they have a license that they can run with and they have a pretty good framework. I'm really excited to see what these guys can do. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's just unfortunate. I mean, right? I mean, to be fair, I think Jason's better than Leatherface. But it's a good start. Something. Whoa, whoa, you don't like you don't like Jason? (laughs) I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Predator, and that game disappointed me. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, that was not what I imagined. I never, I never, the Predator game, the, the Predator multiplayer game was really good, but um, <clears throat> again, like into like half year uh, through the games, after half a year, you, you announced that suddenly there's an Arnold skin. Um, and it's just like, dude, this should have been launch stuff, all of this should have been launch stuff. But, but I mean, anyway. I do get it though, because it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like the interest is waning. They're like, "Hey, remember this guy?" And it's like, <laughs> "All right, we got to start playing again." <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's already <laughs> that was funny when they put the uh, the Terminator in uh, Mortal Kombat as well. That was yeah. great. I like that. That was hilarious. But apparently, like uh, he didn't he didn't voice the character. It was just some random impression. But they never do. Any that, of us though. could do his voice mm-hmm. at this point. That's true. That's true. They, they never. It, you know, you got to get an impersonator when they get old enough. I feel like because they don't sound. Oh, of course, the exact same. same. Yeah. yeah. So, you moving, know, be good. moving on, moving on. Homeworld three, sink, sink. Just before we sink. Before we sink it, what was the genre? Just double check. It's it's real time strategy, uh, deep space. Uh, sink, sink, it's sink, Nat. Leave it. The expanse. <laughs> We've already double synced it. You you vote means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Anyone? Any of you watched the TV show The Expanse? Not really. No. Is that like uh, a time game? Slim. Yeah. Sink or slim? Yeah. Oh, sink that bad boy. Sink. It's by Telltale Games, so it's a good sync, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be permasync uh, Telltale Games, yeah. yeah We've got torpedoes locked on to their publishing I, I never played. I've never played the games, but I know they have a very uh, uh, polarizing uh, reception. Mm. Then uh, Babylon's Fall. This is the Platinum Games uh, game that was talked about maybe two years ago all they showed was like concept art of these like wicked looking knights and like um interesting people yeah i mean i I swim a little bit with that one okay yeah that's that's what you guys think well i mean i think it it looks amazing um will it play amazing is a different schedule for march 2022 uh, so it's not that far away 
as we stand like four months from now it's going to get released i love when they're doing that i this game companies need to stop announcing games if it's not if it's six months out announce it if it's not shut up yeah, whole I Final Fantasy that. 13 garbage or, or whatever, you know, they announced it 20 years in advance. Uh, oh, dude, that was a painful wait. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I, I know I know fans are going to get upset, like, oh, announce a new game, announce a new game. But I'm telling you, it's much worse when they know it's there. Yeah, yeah. Because then, then they'll never, people won't ever shut up about it. Look at case in point, Bayonetta 3. Platinum Zone, Bayonetta 3. And I feel uh, like Platinum's kind of learned that lesson. So mm-hmm. uh, announcing this game as a concept art last time because they had nothing else to show. Uh, I kind of don't like those announcements, but so be it. Yeah, but to yeah. actually see a full game running, playing, and having the elements of what defines like a Platinum game, like those really quick twitchy movements, uh, beautiful, beautiful combo systems, uh, and what looks to be an interesting cast of characters. Yeah, just uh, I'm just checking out the trailer now. It looks pretty sick. Like, just like you expect it to be just a regular kind of uh, like hack period slash, piece, yeah. hack and slash. But it's like, yeah, it looks like it has really interesting elements. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, but they're the they're the kings of hack and slash. So I mean, they could, you know, they could do whatever they want, and it's gonna be good. Um, it's it's not always gonna be widely praised, but yeah. I, I never understood that. All their games are usually technically sound and they play well. And I think it's just a matter of people not like certain people not liking hack and slashes, and they're going, "Oh, this platinum games." Well, I mean, chain, the blah, genre blah, blah, blah. has been filled. The, you're looking at. I always looked at platinum games as the last sort of uh, the last stand that real skill based games had. Like now, we're looking at a lot of games that are mostly stamina based, like. Dark Souls, uh, Sekiro, uh, Bloodborne. These are like very like you have you have a stamina meter. They're hard. There's no indication where to go in the map. Whereas I think before that trend, there was a, there were a lot of games that were really fast. You had to be really fast. Your reflexes had to be in prime condition. Games like Devil May Cry, uh, Ninja Gaiden series. I, I love that kind of stuff. And it's sad to see sort of those games slow it down. Whereas Platinum is just pumping out new, new titles. Metal Gear Revengeance is an amazing game. And just like, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy it's in Platinum's hands because that, that's the kind of hard game I enjoy. That's a challenge I enjoy. Just, uh, just a side note, I've been, uh, I've been actually playing uh, Dope May Cry. I'm, I'm quite close to the end. So, uh, and it's, oh, the, it's first fucking, one? the first one, yeah, it's fucking hard. That's as well. why I know. doing it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. He's playing Devil May Cry. <laughs> no, I'm playing it all today. Bad but, back, um... my my booty. <laughs> no, was... no, no, it was today. I did have a bad back yesterday. Yeah. It was very. That's the bad. only cure for a bad back. It's to it's, uh, Devil yeah. Devil Devil killing da- killing killing virtual demons. Yeah, <laughs> and in in the hopes that you kill my back's demons. Yeah. 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 No, I, I love it, uh, and you know I can't wait to try out Babylon's Fall uh, for PS4 and PS5. So. I'm glad last gen still getting some love because there's a good portion of the audience that does not have a PS5 still. Most I'm people. one of those portion. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Same. <laughs> I mean, we're all yeah. Yeah. Wow, three for three. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. place. Sony, Microsoft. Send us something, man. But send us like a few of Microsoft, something. please. Three. Phil, Phil, yeah. help me out, man. I'm, I'm like, the word so happy with the series S, man. It's I'm just <laughs> 
funny. Um, I could just enjoy that. I mean, I got an I got a one X, so I'm good. But yeah, I do want a Series X. I'd be happy with the Series S. Um, but yes, going on. Uh, next was Monster Hunter Rise. There was an expansion pack announced. Uh, Sunbreak. Uh, there was a lot of gameplay shown. Uh, I, I'm kind of surprised. I'm going to say Swim uh, because I do want to talk a bit about it. Uh, you okay. guys sink or Swim? Swim. Yeah, I go Swim, uh, but just on the caveat that like I've always been kind of interested in Monster Hunter games, but I've never like actually sat down and played one. This is the one to get into. This is sure. the one to get into. Uh, I've heard if you have a PS4, which I do, uh, <laughs> you should, you should, I have one. Yeah, uh, you should get into Monster <laughs> Hunter World. World sure. is the is the is the best sort of like a streamlined entry point, but uh, Rise does away with, actually improves upon World, in some ways. Uh, so it feels like a mix of the of the old and the new. Um, just same here. I'm in the same boat. I have the last Monster Hunter game that was out. I forget was it Monster Hunter Cross for Switch, um, or Generations Cross and. I just can't get into that older system because every time you go into a new area, it would load. Uh, it's a very, very rewarding game if you have friends to, to play with. But seeing gameplay world, I was really excited. I, Rise is the game. Like if we want to get into Monster Hunter, Rise is our entry point. It's like completely like they really went full in on the on the like Japanese aesthetic with that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's really cool. Yeah. And, and the mobility. I guess the mobility is vastly changed. So now you're no longer tied to just walking around like a robot. You can just swing stuff, jump up and grab stuff. Uh, and that kind of stuff makes games much, much more easier, uh, accessible and entertaining, if you, especially if you don't have a lot of time. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like, yeah, like just like it's, as a general point, like mobility in games just instantly makes it like really accessible. Right, right. Like if you can like move really easily and input stuff like relatively easily, then it's just like I will kind of want to play the game to see where this goes. Battles are done, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like one of like Tony's biggest points, right? Is how the characters move when he plays games and stuff. Yeah, that's right. I'm having problems with that right now. <laughs> Tony get into that yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> next one. Later. Sonic uh, Unleashed Thirsty. review coming soon. <laughs> Thirsty. Suitors reveal trailer. Sink or swim? Sink. Thirsty suitors. Sink. Thirsty suitors? Yeah, and fuck you, Nat. We said two, two sinks. No, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm sinking uh, just because it sounds sus. Yeah. Sus it's, sink. It's, I, I, I don't even know. Uh, for somebody who is familiar with Indian culture, I think you're going to get a kick out of it, Nat. Um, as did familiar. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> familiar. Yeah, really yeah. Familiar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I w- it was not my thing, man. I saw it. And I Quite just familiar. Went, nope. Uh, Wait, Nat, where are you really from? <laughs> no, but really, where are you from? <laughs> I did that the other day. You'll uh, never they know. Were, they were appalled. They were like, <laughs> the people around us. It's like, yeah, but where are you really from? I think, I think the people around me were like, no, no, it's okay. It's a, it's it's a, a joke. joke. It's a, it's an inside joke. We, uh, we commonly pull. This is also a bit of cross podcast content, but uh, yeah, this is an inside joke where we constantly question uh, our ethnicities and where we're from. It's mostly yeah. your ethnicity, mostly, mostly my ethnicity. Mostly 
yeah. Next up, uh, Evil West, sink or swim. Um, yeah, sink. I'm not really too into the the Western aesthetic too much in games. I love it for movies. Yeah. For games, I don't know why. Yeah. I just can't. Nat, can I could go swim. So swim. Too. I'm gonna go swim too. It's it's horrible, but uh, it, this is one of the pre-show games i wonder was it why wasn't this part of the main show because i think they hinted at this game uh and it's made by flying hog studios which were the guys behind the shadow warrior remake flying wild so hog, thing. flying wild hog thank you mm-hmm. uh so these guys know a thing or two about first person shooters and just the polish of this game man i mean i'm not into the western aesthetic as well Christ, it, yeah, I'm looking at the trailer. It looks very polished. It's yeah. Devil May Cry. It's very Ninja Gaiden. It's very like, I just, at first you're like, am I going to get a CG trailer? And I was kind of disappointed. And then you see like actual gameplay. I love how it's it like, just, yeah, like the first like shots of the trailer or like, yeah, like the first 10 seconds you're into gameplay. Like, it looks awesome. Yeah. I, I really, really like it. And these guys don't shy away from uh, raunchy humor so i'm looking forward to it if you play the new shadow warrior games where your main character i mean they're the re reboots of an older franchise where your main character is named Lo wang uh these guys won't these guys are gonna have fun uh his name is Lo wang that's not suggestive yeah. <laughs> you know not at um... all and he knows it I, here's the uh, thing okay. duke nukem died a brutal death and i think he needed to but I thought Shadow Warrior would have followed. But the way they managed to inject that stupid humor and managed to make Loang a cool character for Shadow Warrior 1 and 2, I'm, a, I'm amazed. And these guys are especially hitting uh, a lot of influence from Doom. Uh, they, love, they love their first-person shooters. And Evil West seems like uh, one of those games I really want to try out. I really do. Yeah, I was looking at the... Like, the- the guy almost moves like reminds me of like gears. Gears of yeah, War yeah, movement. he's got that chunky roll. Like really him. chunky, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks kind of cool. Uh, next uh, up, uh, have a nice death. Sink or swim. I didn't remember that one. So sink. Sink. What a just give bad, genre, yeah. genre quickly. I mean, I know I'm outvoted, but you know, just for just for uh, it's a it's a very beautiful looking uh 2D uh sort of hollow knight looking kind of game where you play as death. Uh okay. next that up sounds good. Plan- I would plan- I would go swim, but uh we've already but moved on. So. You you we've moved on. Uh Planet of Lana. This is I'm gonna say swim. This is a game I loved and I just kept thinking about it throughout the, the first quarter of the show. Sink or swim? Uh, I think I don't really watch too much of it. Oh, uh, uh, let's go. I'll, I'll back you up on your love, even though you just shut swim. me down to some <laughs> Hey, you had no idea what that game was, man. Uh, Planet of, of Lana is a game. Uh, the music, um, the guy who's doing the music is Takeshi Furukawa, who did the music for The Last Guardian. Um, and so he announced nice. this game. He was the person on, you know, the panel that announced uh, it. Oh, okay. I was thinking of something else. I remember. I mean, I still don't remember. And it had this like Star it, Wars yeah. vibe to it, like the big open desert. And I got to be honest, man, that music, when it hits that crescendo, I, I, I had goosebumps. If you get a chance to look at this trailer, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's very simple design. 
it's just a boy running on a robotic spider being chased by other robotic spiders. And at the end of the trailer, uh, you know, he meets a little dark character that's, that's sort of there. Uh, it just, it looks beautiful. It looks stunning uh, for what it is. Uh, the music production looks way better than the game itself. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, uh, yeah, it it's given me, uh, it's given me very um, limbo and inside. Yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I was yeah, thinking yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. But the music, man, that's the thing that got me. The, I, I listened to it and it felt like a, a modern classic. Nice. Cool. Uh, next up, uh, Persona Four Arena Ultimax. Swimming. <laughs> Swimming. Swimming. <laughs> Oh, let's so, talk. Let's, let's, and well, we gotta talk about this for a lot of reasons. One, okay. uh, this was actually leaked ahead of time, unfortunately. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. How so? Um, because this is the the 25th anniversary of Persona, so this mm-hmm. they they were leaking. There were some leaks of what things they might be putting out. I didn't know that it was yeah. coming at the Game Awards. Yeah, but uh, there was a there was talk that, or not that it was leaked, but I think it was heavily rumored or something that this would come out. And uh, no, I've jeez, I bought in this game like it's a long story, but I ended up buying this game twice before, and I guess I'll probably buy it again. Uh, I just hope they I don't think they will. I would really, really like for them to add some characters in there. Um, mm-hmm. I could see them being lame about it and be like, oh, well, if this sells well, we'll make a Persona 5 arena, and it's like, of course, but. No, I mean it's a solid game. I love it. That's probably the reason I got into Persona was because of the first, the first uh, arena fighter, yeah, the arena game. So, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the style. I'm a huge fan with they with of what they accomplished. Uh, I thought the 2D fighting arena was really crowded, and what they managed to do with this fighting game um, is something that I kind of want other fighting games to take a page from which is uh, when Persona 4 Arena got announced, it was one of the most accessible fighters. You could literally press one button and do combos. And I know that's like a huge no-no, but like for a lot of people with different skill gaps, it's kind of, it, it puts them on a level, level playing field. So I had somebody who didn't know how to play fighting games, play me and I knew combos. So it kind of matched up nice. The animations are gorgeous. The backgrounds are gorgeous. Yep. I mean, we all talk about, uh, Marvel versus Capcom too, and all you know, Capcom at its height, or SNK at its height, with these beautiful 2D like backgrounds. This game has 3D backgrounds and just the best sprite work you could you could imagine. Yeah, and, and they're not even sprites; they're they're made to look like sprites. Uh, success of this game's art style actually helped Guilty Gear come back in in a new way. Uh, so Guilty Gear, Sign, and XR, those games wouldn't exist if this kind of style wasn't loved and supported. And I mean, it's Persona. It's like one of the top tier Japanese RPGs. Uh, and just to have a fighting game surrounding that, wow. So it's good. It's good. I want this game for uh, for my next-gen consoles. Uh, I want this game for my Switch. Again, uh, it's, it's a great game. Yeah. Yeah, Nat, do you have anything to say before I go off? on a tangent (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i just um i do like those really cool like 2d kind of like really well polished um like modern 2d fighters Um, like blaze blue yeah Yeah. Um, i have to admit that i've never played one i just like looking at them they're just really cool looking 
But yeah, you should get Blaze Blue Continuum Shift for a Switch. It's on sale. Sweet. Gorgeous. <laughs> we're just yeah. that we're sponsored by them tonight, by the way. Yeah, we're just uh, right, right. sponsored yeah, by Blaze, Blaze Blue. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> when you want a blue and you want a blaze, yeah. Or sorry, when you want a blaze, you blaze blue. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not no, gonna like a light, like a blue cigarette or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good stuff though. I, I just hope that um I don't know, I hope they do more for this anniversary thing. Like um I, I do love the game. This is again going on a tangent. I love the persona series though. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's great to have this game, but I just the fact that the most of the series is not accessible, like most of the main series is not by any means accessible, is a problem. I think uh, Sega owns them now. Atlas, you know, really should kind of put more money into. It. I know they like to not spend any money whatsoever, and only make one game for one system and really work around that one system uh it didn't used to be like that and now it is and i just think you know what what happened the old shin megami tensei days that thing was literally on everything and then after a couple games they just were like yeah we're just gonna make one game for one platform so i hope they start re-releasing the actual series too because it's yeah, kind it'd of it'd be great uh, if like every every game just takes the gta 5 slash resident evil 4 route and just releases on every <laughs> single system for like i mean if that's for like two anything, decades yeah it's been, it's been proven to be extremely successful the skyrim, mo- the skyrim model yeah yeah skyrim right i i love that and, and i think that's what we need to do uh because those ports are not the best but they're functional at, at least they're functional and they're polished for the games that they are and yeah i agree uh, i agree just to limit it to switch or the ps4 it makes no sense but at least with the fighting, um, with the arena fighter games, there's a good chance uh, those will be multi-platform. So that's good. Now the actual show started off, uh, and the first game to be revealed was Hellblade Two, and the first bit of gameplay, sink or swim. Uh, I'll sink on that one. I'm gonna go swim, Matt. It's up to you. Uh, looks sus, but I'll go swim. Swim. I I was not a fan uh, of the original Hellblade uh, because it's a very psychologically demanding game. You need to have good headphones on. It's out on Switch too, uh, and it goes through the psychosis or the mental health issues of the main character. So it's mm-hmm. a very heavy game. Uh, there's not much in terms of gameplay and, and fighting bosses and stuff, but there is stuff in there. However, uh, the trailer for this one really got to me. It, it just attacks you in some kind of a weird visceral horror because it's just literally, you see first time you're looking at next-gen gameplay from Ninja Theory. And basically the character runs around and they're trying to take down a giant that just crawled out of the ocean. And it just like, it looks disgusting. It looks great in all the right ways. It's just very visceral. Uh, there was a problem. This felt like what Attack on Titan should feel like. I feel like Attack on Titan glamorizes stuff when it wants to. And then all of a sudden, like it's gory for no reason when it wants to. Uh, and then characters are like Spider-Man all over the place. Uh, this feels scary. And right at the end of the trailer, when the giant... Ro- 
comes close to them and they're like throwing flames at it and attacking it. The giant asks for help. He names the main character out, calls her out. He said, I need your help. So like they were attacking somebody that actually needed their help. It's like a very crazy trailer. Um, it's freaky. It's creepy. Uh, I loved it. I thought, oh, I can't wait to see what Ninja Theory cooks up next. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. And again, one of the few games to actually sport the uh, on Xbox Series S and X logos on it. So this is like a very beautiful looking game. I don't think I've seen, I, I'll go on a whim and say this is probably the best looking game I saw on the show running. I'd agree with that, yeah. Right. It looks, uh, yeah, it looks really nuts. If know. that's all, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that's all, it's all gameplay footage, right? It's all gameplay footage. It's it's ridiculous. It it looks this looks next gen. Like when I saw this trailer, I went, okay, here we go. Everything's gonna be this good. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm so stunned. I am stunned. Next one, uh, I'm gonna go in and call this my submarine of the of the show because it's a sinker and it's gonna be down there, but I wanna talk about it. It's Star Wars Eclipse, and this is a game. <laughs> Can I tell you? Star Wars Eclipse? What, like a clip Eclipse. show? Eclipse. Uh, okay. I'll show you. I share with you my favorite reaction was on uh, Maximilian Dude's podcast or like game show. It was him and his buddy sitting there, and they were like, oh my God, Star Wars Eclipse. And then the logo showed up for Quantic Dreams. One of them goes, oh no, a David Cage game. <laughs> So, uh, expect a lot of virtual signaling. Expect a lot, of, a lot of flight between the poor and the rich in in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see why the galaxy needs uh, expect needs to be far socialist uh, tax a new shower scene <laughs> with an underage girl. You know. Oh man, Jeez. David Cage is, you know. For, for what it's worth, um, I have a good friend and, and she adored um, the last game. It was on PS4. I can't remember the robot one. Uh, Detroit. Detroit becoming, she loved it. And I did, I I did love her. the hype. I did love the hype behind that game. The whole, right. to be fair, I'm not going to lie. I didn't play it at all. Yeah, but yeah, I loved watching it and I loved like all the voice actors are really getting into it and watching it. And yeah. yeah, yeah all the choices i mean i probably wouldn't play it myself but as a as like a you know what is it choose your own adventure to watch i think it's fun i mean it's you know it's hardly a, like a action game or whatever but you know it's not no like, yeah it's not bad you know I'll, I'll say that but i just think he ruins his reputation by talking yellow the game industry uh talking like he's a big shot director uh he's pretty much a hollywood reject at this point uh he wants to be thought of as an auteur his studio has had a lot of trouble with harassment there's been a lot of um weird stuff behind the scenes uh <laughs> i'm not even going to get into it but the individual formerly known as ellen page uh once uh was in his game and, and he boasted about how she was nude for the shower scene and he has all the files of it on his card <laughs> he's David Cage is a walking controversy. The fact that that studio pumps out a game every year uh, or every two years, I'm amazed. And I know I'm going to enjoy this because 
this is going to be um, the most virtual <laughs> signaling Star Wars piece ever imaginable. It's what I mean, if it's, we get the. <laughs> it's not like the. Uh... It's not like the uh, Star Wars uh, universe is uh, suffering right now, right? No, no, it's in no, great they're, they're, hands, they're, they're, they're in great. Yeah, they're doing wonderful. <laughs> I mean, episode nine, what a what a great conclusion! It's fantastic, dude. Episode, what is it? Rise of what is it called? Rise, Rise of Skywalker? Rise of the franchise. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like to call What's it. It's the best yeah. one since Empire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i've heard that uh, from so, a lot of people yeah so i i can't wait to see what this game is uh but the trailer had nothing in it it was just like a bunch of naked tattooed people drumming shots of like from the galaxy far far away and then something coming out of the ooze uh to reveal a human-esque form uh, i don't know it's it's hilarious but i just again i'm not interested in playing it I'm interested in seeing the reactions for this game. That's that's the end. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just interested to see. Uh, this will be the fantasy of like, who is the director for the second uh, new trilogy? I can't remember his Ryan name. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Imagine well, if Ryan Johnson he, actually got, to, he, di- he directed one. He directed eight. And then, yeah. um, oh my gosh, J.J. Abrams, Abrams did seven and nine. Yeah, but a lot of people point to eight as being the problem point. Uh, a lot of things were changed. A lot of weird choices and characters were made. This will feel like if a if a Ryan, if Ryan Johnson got to do another Star Wars movie, this is what it would be. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait for this turd. I'm excited. <laughs> Going in, uh, Lost Ark uh, release date which is going to come out February 2022. Free to play MMO ARPB. Sink or swim? Sink. 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 Not a big okay. MMO. Uh, Wonder Woman game. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to swim with this one. That's exciting. Swim. 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 Tony, take us through. Is it going to be better than Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> How could it not? I haven't, I haven't heard. I actually haven't watched the movie. I've been it's like one of the so, worst comic book movies I have ever. I've seen. been so put off by people telling me it sucks. And you know, it's people so... like, be like, you know, why don't you watch it for yourself, man? Like, if dude, if like ten out of ten friends say it sucks, it's got to be. I think I'm gonna say what am I? What am I? Masochist? Yeah. <laughs> I never understood um, that. Like, I'm. I have. Like if I'm questionable, if I'm like, oh, you know, maybe this is good, then I'll try it. But like, definitely, it definitely, it's, if it's mixed, I have to try something myself. Like if I got duped like, by some IGN. people are like, well, IGN, IGN said it was like, IGN. Was IGN good. movie reviews were like, oh, this movie has heart, and I watched it. And oh. I went, what the hell? It's got heart. Like yeah. IGN, you screwed me again <laughs> because IGN's in trouble right now again because they called the new Spider-Man movie said that the old trilogies lacked the heart. That this one has the Raimi trilogy lacked heart. What the hell? The Raimi trilogy was entirely heart. Like it was all, all heart. It was too much heart. <laughs> too there, much was, heart. there was like 90% heart and 10% action. You know what? 95% you know that heart. Annoying person. Here's the thing. You know that annoying person. That is how could that, you that they wanted to be a writer back in high school and you're like, you ignored them. 
but they kept grinding and then they made it to IGN. And they had no taste in movies. And they just write the story of IGN. That's, That's it. how it's found. There's a couple of good people in IGN. You know, there's there's some people I really love and respect. If um Alana Pierce came from IGN, uh despite back and forth of what people think, I, I think she's a very sound human being. Uh, and she makes a lot of rational points. There's another individual, uh, Matt Casmasino, I used to love, who was a Nintendo uh, reporter. There's like a lot of good people at IGN. But I think like every now and then there's just like moronic rants coming out from people that are younger than you, Anat, and Tony. And it's just like they're they're talking like they've been in the industry forever. Just as a disclaimer, Asan is 105 and we, really, really are, we, are, we are 12. Yeah. I, I, I'm one year older than Mr. Burns, actually. <laughs> He's a 104-year-old. We exchange uh, messages frequently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Tony, take and, us to Wonder Woman. Sorry about that. Uh, no, there's really, <laughs> there's really not too much. It just shows, uh, it shows her. And... I mean, it's by Monolith, who... Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's good. It's not really, they really show much. I'm just excited that that it's out there because I don't think we've ever had a Wonder Woman game. No, we have not. So that should not be even good. like an old like SNES one. Because like there's a lot of there's a lot of potential for that kind of gameplay. Anyway, I feel like there's. I mean, you could even do a hack and slash with it. You could do so so much in terms of action. So right. I think it that'll be uh it'll be interesting to see where they, they take it. Hmm. Any any thoughts on the developer? On Monolith? Yeah. To what else did they do? Shadow of Mordor was yep. their was their big one. I haven't this played a lot of big... their games, but I know they're very uh well liked. They had the Nemesis system, which was really great for Shadow of Mordor, and they trademarked it. So unfortunately, not other people could use that in the industry. And it was a sophisticated AI system that remembered the player and its actions. And so the AI had its own life. So if you killed an orc in Shadow of Mordor and, you know, the next person in line would take the promotion and he would harbor vengeance or there was this kind of revenge system happening within the game. So you. enemies uh, lose their cool because they were after you for revenge um it's a great system to see that input into wonder woman oh i'm so excited to have enemies that remember your actions or enemies that have gotten the best of you and now get to brag and suddenly like it's not just a threat yeah. it's a psychological threat and then like add that with like the the classic like comic book villain dynamic like mesh yeah, yeah, together yeah. And be pretty wicked. Like you can imagine, even like like the next Spider-Man move, like game, if that did that, and it like changed, <laughs> like how the story and the fights progress based on like how well you do in each one. That'd be pretty. Yeah, wicked. yeah. 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 I, not I'm really excited. That out. It'd be nice. Huh? It'd be nice if more people had that kind of system. I think. <clears throat> right. It's good stuff. And it's good well, to see a, a developer other than Rocksteady doing comic book games or or insomniac doing doing them justice i'm very happy at that oh doy i didn't even think about it but they they worked on like xenoblade and all that stuff too no no no, no. you're thinking of no, uh, monolith soft who am i thinking of so wait a minute they're very different there's one so monolith, yeah, I, th- I thought that was weird i was like wait a minute that's not right <laughs> that they're owned by nintendo 
they're owned by Nintendo. Right, right, right. That's why yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. super confused. I was like, wait a minute. When did oh, these guys make Shadow of Mordor? <laughs> no, no, th- this, is, this is the right one. This is the right one. I'm excited for this one. Sweet. Yeah, I was going to say, how have they not gotten sued? <laughs> Surprised the long arm of the like, uh, Japanese law didn't come after them. I feel like because uh, Monolith, like uh, whoever's called Monolith Soft, mm-hmm. yeah. Monolith would not be angry with because they'd be like, well, they're just the soft version of us. We're, <laughs> we're the better, we're the better, stronger version. And then you just have a softer monolith. Not- one's monolith soft. I think one's monolith games, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're right. Yeah, no, sorry. They did, they did, they did both of the, uh, the, yeah, the Middle Earth games. I haven't, I know they did Fear. I remember that, but I never played it. Yes, they did Fear. Yeah, the other one is Monolith Soft. I have the copy of Xenoblade 2 right here. So just, you have a copy just, of Xenoblade 2. Can I, like, like a serious question? Can I borrow that from you? Let's talk about that after the show, Nat. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's a no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Go for it. Go for it. Sure. I don't sure, care. Sure. I'll see what I can I, borrow. I've been from wanting you, to play but... that game for ages. And then, like, you know, I told, um, this is like, I think, we talked about it when we were talking about it Smash some point. Sorry, Smash Tangent. But I was yeah, like, yeah. when uh, Pyra and Mithra, or in Japanese, Homura and Hikari, were revealed, I yeah. was like, this would be this would be more awesome if I had played the game. <laughs> I hadn't played the game yet. So now it'd, like, it'd retroactively be more awesome, should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you retroactively get more hype. This is true. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah, yeah. more hype for the actual game that they came from. So. Yeah, because yeah. I think you forget it's weird. I think you forget your initial feeling of not being hype mm-hmm. once you get into it, you know. Because then once you've been hyped, you can never be forget un- the unhype. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel well, like we're making new grounds here, guys. Sure. Well, it's like it's like deconstru- deconstructing hype. Yeah, go on. <laughs> That's it. Deconstructing <laughs> hype. Yeah. We got Alan Wake two. Revealed trailer. Oh, uh, I mean, not really swimming, but my uh, yeah, okay. flailing, S- swim, yeah, flailing. Still flail. Is is this, whose honorary floater is this? It's a game you really wanna, you really love. No, I'm not gonna, gonna talk not about. gonna waste a floater on that. I'll, just, I'll, <clears throat> okay, I'll okay. sink it. Yeah, sink it, sink, swim. Uh, what's you? You go first, and then I'll decide. I'm gonna sink it. Okay, well, I'm invalid, so I'll sink too. I mean, I mean, it looks it, it's cool for the fans of the series. I'm glad they're getting a sequel. I never played yeah. the first one, so I don't know. Uh, it it kind of points looked like PT, but mm-hmm. uh, interesting. It's getting a sequel, and uh, yeah, that's it. It's like there's nothing extra crazy about it. There's nothing like out of the norm. So just uh, that's it. Uh, going next, the reveal that uh, I'll, I'm going to just say swim preemptive. Sonic 2 movie trailer. Was that we swimming, released? baby? We that was swimming. in the at the game game awards. It was, yes. yeah. Holy shit, yeah. Had you okay. watched it, Matt? Maybe you would. I had. I have seen the trailer <laughs> since then. It's uh, it's I got, I gotta ask before we get into the trailer. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Ben Schwartz? <clears throat> I like him, man. I love him. I love him. I thought. I'll tell you why. Go on. Asan has a. Uh, 
a strong, good opinion of Ben Schwartz. No, the reason I'll, why I'll I love him, I hated him when I'd see him in like shows because he Me would too. play the same character. And Me I agree too. with Matt on there. But if you get a chance, uh, it's on Netflix, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. He does this improv show where basically they get a couple of cues from the audience and then they do like 45 minutes improv with him and Thomas Middleditch. And I began to love Ben Schwartz. I, I love how quick he thinks on his feet. Uh, I like how happy-go-lucky he is. And then mm-hmm. that helped me love the Sonic movie more because I felt like if there was ever going to be an actor, if you ask me, who's kind of like a little annoying, but he makes you laugh, it's him. And that's how I feel about yeah. Sonic as a character. I was... I was uh like inherently uh hesitant because like all of at least two prominent ben schwartz roles are where he's just kind of the young wanky annoying douchebag <laughs> and like uh so i was really hesitant like when uh i saw he was the main voice of sonic and then but then i saw the movie and he it was just he, he nails it arc. it was it was fantastic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Really, really good um so yeah tony opinion completely rewritten there yeah. i still haven't seen the movie yet we're saving it oh jesus oh, jesus christ I, because <laughs> yeah. there's a reason i'm saving it. Shut jesus up. h christ no, jesus, was, jesus christ no it was it's true it was, it was good it was good he was not he was funny he's hilarious uh and it wasn't I found like that he... so no it wasn't like cringy either like when he took the dvd out like any dude that made me laugh any any shit oh, i shouldn't say that but any any bad comedian i'm trying to keep it so we can not mark it as explicit down the road but yeah. anyway any bad <coughs> comedian i figured was like oh her, her, do you remember these we used to use these in my day but he just the way he played it off was funny was so good and that makes you if if, if there's any proof of him being a genuinely good comedian is is that moment it's like mm-hmm. he pulls out a DVD. He's like, you know, I have the trailer with me right here. And he pulls out a DVD. <laughs> and everybody goes, it's, like, it's okay because it's just blank. Don't worry about it. And then he has a callback 30 seconds later. Uh, and it's done so well. Um, and he wore like a blue shirt. So he embodied Sonic. He had that weird pulled back hair like Sonic did. Mm-hmm. He poked fun of how uh, the feedback for the first Sonic movie helped. In, and it felt funny but at the same time a little jabby uh this guy is just hilarious I, and i i love him in sonic's role and boy what a good trailer i, I yeah. can't believe it wait before we get into the trailer what did you think about the uh, jim carrey thing i laughed a lot because i thought he was gonna he was gonna give like a speech or, or say something so he's been so nice to you i was like oh my god he went nuts man he started talking about his Irish uncle and strangled the camera. I'm so glad he did. I'm like, this couldn't have been better. I gotta be honest, man. Jim Carrey's back. Yeah, he's yeah. This guy, I mean, this guy's pulling moves. If you just take the take the politics away from him, and when he doesn't overdose on that, he's good. Oh my god, he, yeah. He's Especially a for a guy crazy. who came out as an anti-vaxxer. He needs to shut up before people start pointing fingers at him. No, he, oh, he, you didn't he know that? Great. Him no, and Jenny I McCarthy were, were prominent anti-vaxxers. Uh, I don't even want to know. 
but about the vaccine yeah <laughs> yeah. Keep it away from me. yeah yeah before before the covid movement there were hollywood's mm-hmm. elites that did not want people getting vaccinated and you know it's very funny that the political base he pokes fun of believes in the same things he does <laughs> you know these are uh, ultra right extremists uh <laughs> They don't believe in the vaccine like I do, but they don't, you know they didn't come to see my Sonic movie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably, is, there probably is who went to see a Sonic movie, I'd imagine. And then he had this moment where he got upset at uh, promoting um, Kick Ass Two because he said after seeing the movie, he realized he, he's not going to perform uh, support that kind of violence, uh, which kind of felt weird. It's like, dude, you had movies where statutory rape was a comedic punchline and now now you're all high and mighty it's just like ease up there ease up jim kick ass is kick ass is uh not to sound like an old grandpa it is a pretty violent pretty grotesque movie though uh but i mean for a hollywood veteran like it's like schwarzenegger coming out against video games back in the day when he did and it was like oh really arnie you haven't blown up enough people in your movies. Yeah, video games are far too violent. You should come it's to yeah. I know he's complaining about Super Nintendo graphics. He's what about your game, the Terminator? So oh, that one's okay. Punch out is far too graphic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way to Mike Tyson that moves. Way. That's <laughs> Scream never gets old. <laughs> I feel like we should do. A Schwarzenegger send-off at the end. <laughs> but Sonic uh, 2 uh, trailer, Tony, lead us in, man, or not lead us in. What'd you think? Uh, looks phenomenal. Like, absolutely yeah. great. Um, there's so much to, to digest. I'm glad that they got the actual voice of Tails in for the game. That was that was awesome when I heard that, yeah. Um, yeah, I think because... It is nice to have that connection with the with the series, even if it's a little one. Um, I mean, not that they don't do callbacks and everything. I know that they do, but there was just something uh, there's something nice about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's just there's so much so much to say about. It. I mean, Idris Elba visually. Oh my god, it's interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, I I saw saw Knuckles and I heard his voice. It's like. That's interesting, Elba, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's a very, well, it's a very interesting voice. Cause yeah, it's a, it's a weird like, cause it, I was expecting to really hear Idris Elba, but I didn't re- like. He's kind of, he kind of sounded quite different, and yeah, then yeah, he made yeah. Knuckles also sound very different, cause yeah. you're used to Knuckles just being an angry white guy. Yeah. <laughs> like Bill Burr could be Knuckles, <laughs> really. Yeah, no, Knuckles, Knuckles isn't too. He's not like, on, super Sonic. angry. I think he's. If anything, he's got that more Raphael vibe to him. I don't know. Like it's it I is felt weird like he was cause... a New Yorker. To me, always he played well, out like the, a New Yorker. In this one, he feels you really guys want dark. Some pizza. Huh? In this one, he feels dark. If you Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a total uh fanboy or whatever, but the way I picture Knuckles is like Sonic Adventure Knuckles. I mean, I like Dan Green and everything and, and, and stuff, but when I hear like that original adventure voice actor. Like that kind of not deep, but like here he sounds dark. Yeah, yeah. Almost. So yeah. I, I mean, know, it like... kind of fits because their their first outing together is sure. on unfriendly unfriendly terms. 
And it's like, it's the classic like sonic route of like uh, sonic narrative route of um, Knuckles being duped by Robotnik. So like sure. Robotnik's, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and there's also like in the first film, how like the, when he, in the first, the very first scene, I think he's running away from the Echidna tribe as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah. I but guess yeah, it visually it's... though, they're doing these callbacks, like the biplane. It's gonna be so cool. Like, there's gonna be so like it's just this is where it's gonna be like the whole like thing explodes and like there's chaos emeralds. Like, there's the plane. Like, mm-hmm. all three of them are in it. Like, it's really good. Yeah, it's I gotta good. say, man, that is the best video game movie I've seen ever. Uh, it's the Sonic movie, and closely following that is the Detective Pikachu. I really, I really love Detective. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, you guys, watch the movie already. Uh, right <laughs> we'll it, get to it. It's it's so good, and and I think I, I don't blame people because a lot of people are burned by video game movies. It's not it's not thought of as something serious or viable yeah. or good. Uh, but like this year, last year, we've had some gems: uh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, Sonic movie. Recently, I saw Free Guy. For the first time, it felt like somebody paid attention to what open world games are and it was yeah, beautiful. It's really good yeah it's really good and again it's not like a single game is in there but there are references you'll see the halo tank in there there's fortnite references and the vibe of these creators again you have to understand these guys are young guys that are writing these movies and they grew up in games so gone are the days where they have to explain in hokey boomer terms what a video game is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I mean? yeah power up what's the power up there's no exposition it's like people know people are fucking smart this mushroom Uh, makes you bigger yeah yeah (laughs) why does a mushroom don't question it yeah (laughs) you had a funny moment in the sonic movie trailer the the sonic first movie that i I love matt no yeah one of my favorite uh favorite lines it's not a spoiler but it's a line the sonic movie is um eggman's uh sorry robotnik I don't know if he's Eggman or Robotnik in this one. He's definitely Robotnik, Robotnik. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which he should be, because he was yeah. Robotnik. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Robotnik's shooting up a house, and Sonic's in the house, obviously. And um, he looks drone. like James Marsden. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's hiding by the couch. He's like, uh, this seems excessive. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, the moment hits me every time. It's I so see good. It. It's like oh. and it's unexpected. Like I had no idea the line was coming, and it was just like brilliant. It was genius. Because um, yeah, yeah. you could, it, it kind of, I don't know. I, I love it. I'm excited. Uh, I want to move on. Um, going into Horizon Forbidden West, we got a trailer. Sink or swim. Regardless of how you feel about the game, I'm excited. But I could do swim just purely based on graphics I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do sync i mean i really i never played the other games to be honest so i don't wanna yeah yeah uh i'll go swim uh to honor nat once uh uh basically never again like, yeah never, never again, again. <laughs> um basically everybody complaining about um the showpiece of ps5 uh needs to look no further uh the stuff they showed boy did it look great it looked phenomenal. Uh, some of these creature designs, some of this traversal, even the look of the main character 
I don't want to say some like old weird criticisms were, were, were nailed or what they were trying to say, but like you look at this game and how could you not love it? I know in the past they had like, oh, they made her look like butchy and like fat and people were debating like she was looking hot in the old games. And these are like internet meme people just trying to stir up controversy. But for what it is, the game and its function, Horizon, uh, the first one I have on PS4, I haven't gone through much of it. Uh, but it is a showpiece. It is ridiculously good looking. Uh, and it's fun. It has a Monster Hunter vibe when you're taking down these giant beasts. So I think if you do enjoy that, check it out. And Forbidden West just looks like they've upped the ante. I can't believe this is a PS5 game. I mean, we, we've seen them. I think that night you, you saw... We played this. the second one, right? In yeah, yeah. Joshin a bit. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was this game. Oh, shit. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. This is the same game, but they're announcing it for PS5, I see. No, no, no. The same game, but just like an extended trailer because it's sure. coming out next year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the same franchise, but this is the new game. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, no. What we saw was the same game. It's been on hold for quite a while. Uh, okay. That was this isn't game. This, isn't this the third game? No, it's the second. Yeah. It's the third game? No, no, no. Okay, so there games. was for for there's been Horizon Forbidden Dawn. Um, and then <laughs> there was an expansion pack, a DLC mm. or something. Um, it was the mountain, something the snow storm or something like that, where it just she goes up the mountain. It's like another world. Mm-hmm. This is the second game. Um, oh, I thought this one came out already. No, no, no. I thought this I, was the it, third one. No, no, no. It's, it's there's been Zero Dawn and then this one. Zero Dawn is the first the expansion. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first Sorry, one, Zero. right? Zero Dawn's the first yeah. one, the Horizon Zero Dawn. First one. Yeah. yeah. So it came out at the same time as uh, <clears throat> Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had an expansion pack, Ice World or something like that. I forget. Uh, the Frozen uh, Wilds. Frozen Wilds. There you go. And this is Forbidden West. Oh, okay. I thought the Frozen Wilds was like a sequel. Okay, okay. No, no. Yeah. It looked great. I like it. They've been showing a lot uh, and hopefully it delivers. Next one. Uh, since you guys aren't announcing any floaters or anything, this is my honorary floater. We don't have to talk about it because I've said the honorary floater. I love this game. We can say sync and we'll sync it, but it's floating away into the horizon. It's Final Fantasy Remake Integrate for Definitely the swim. Epic you, It's or... not even a question. <laughs> swim that shit. Yeah, oh I mean, swim story. that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> go uh, on. Epic yeah. Story, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe this game. This is uh, now on out on PC. Uh, just gorgeous. Yeah, um, this year I should add that um, I I did finish uh, the original um, with uh, all the only took you two decades, but you know whatever. Yeah me about two decades yeah and it was a game i'd been playing since i was like eight or something <laughs> it's a long time and like uh just because like uh you know like you get new consoles and you lose track of where the old ones are and like you have to get new systems and you buy on new systems and then so finally i got on switch um and i finished it and it was good yeah it's a really good game so uh, yeah bearing that in mind like i'm really excited to play remake part one i did not have a ps4 and again, remake part two. Right? 
it's 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 one of the best things uh i played of 2020 uh it was my game of the year uh it was, I yeah just, I, your favorite game is that yeah, game. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is it your favorite game of all time uh, you know it's in the top five that's how much i love this Ooh. i love it so much because it does a, a couple of things everything from the new theme song to the style of action to cloud's character to the new voice acting it, it does no wrong for me it's just like there's an element missing in modern games and i think modern games are very streamlined and they feel like some there's some control issues and context sensitive issues like when you're in a different environment controls change up and everything tries to be easy this game is not easy and yet it is very accessible and you'll understand like when you go through this game uh, just even watch a trailer it feels very 90s the melodrama the music the action it's so 90s and it's so over the top and it's done it's such perfection it's like it's absolutely crisp it's beautiful uh and it made me like cloud i i i hated cloud because i was a very nintendo driven person and then somebody was like you got to play it in the original i was like no and then i watched it i watched the entire game i streamed it um watched the streams of it and i was like i still don't get it and then i played it and i was like holy crap i get it i get why this is such a good franchise and from did you did any of you all play final fantasy 13 uh kind of <laughs> 13 the one with lightning right yeah oh uh, I, ha- I have it here actually yeah but i uh decided to play persona 5 again 13 was a terrible game even though the hero was, was awful. great yeah and 15 was not a smooth game oh man so 15 had- like we could <laughs> do a whole cool. thing podcast episode on 15 and how like that was like not great 15 know? i've what? never i never played it but i just uh I don't know because hell to the max because again Persona 5 came out at the same time which also had its own a little bit of development hell and remake so to see Persona 5 come out on top I was like 15 was (laughs) terrible oh that 15 just died a horrible death like it was so hyped the the 13 the 13 or verse 13 or whatever it was does it am I nuts or did it look better it looked better. Or it looked I mean, better than 15. Like just the, the, the general aesthetic and the design of the characters look better. Uh, like the announcement trailer for 15 looked like three times as better as the actual game. Like the they game had, is like, clunky. Like it had like extra elements uh, and like vision for the game that just wasn't in the final product. That was like the big thing of 15. It's like they wanted to do so much cool shit and they didn't do any of it. And it was just like, uh. and then you see 15 in motion, and you realize some of the best cinematics were saved for the trailers. Mm. And some of the worst cinematics were just like, there's in game cinematics where things are popping into the faces of the characters. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how scared I was that this is the studio that's going to do Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. And it's like, especially if, like, holy crap, are you going to shit on like, like seven, eight, nine, they're so good. Like, yeah, yeah, they they put so much into those games, and like, up until maybe ten, maybe twelve as well, they did yeah. a decent job as well. And like, then you get to like 
all right, Final Fantasy VII is going to have a similar fighting system to Final Fantasy XV. You're just like, oh, no, I'm not excited about it. But then I hear, you know, our esteemed moderator here, like, bigging up how great it is. And I'm just like, I've got to, I got to play it at some point. It's Even if you so played good. the original, it's, it's mandatory you play it because it's not a straight up remaster. Sure. It's like a somewhat continuation of the original and Advent Children, right, the film. And it, it blows my mind. Like a Japanese company got together and decided to write a script that is as sophisticated as like, I can't even, I, I don't want to even want to say a Western game because even Western games, they're kind of sometimes a bit too convoluted for their own good, but there's, it's precise. It's razor sharp. There's a lot of foreshadowing, a lot of illusions in this game. And it's such a solid script. And it doesn't beat it over. Square Enix games have this tendency to be overly biblical or foreboding and constantly, like Final Fantasy X, keep talking about sin and punishment and humanity's crimes. (laughs) (laughs) This game does away with it. It's just like, it's, I I can't, I don't want to ruin anything, man. I want to do an episode later on for for our channel. Just the seventh episode will be dedicated to it. Yeah. It's just, it's such by that a time, we'll all have PS5s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sony, help us out. Oh, they're, they're doing the new colors, by the way, for PS5s. So oh, maybe they'll yeah. be making more. No, they're just making the panels. Well, so it's That's like they've, they've gone off white. They were they're originally going to go all white, and now they're going other colors. Yeah, yeah. black and pink and purple they... and pink. And yeah, they killed off all those people doing third party ones. They were like, no, it's our money. I know, right? It's our money. How dare you? (laughs) Uh, Going in, uh, Destiny 2, Witch Queen trailer. Sink or swim. This game's still getting updates. (laughs) Sink. What is going on? That's that's not sinking. That's like a targeted assault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we sink in it. I I just sink in it. I mean, nothing wrong. I'm I'm glad it's still getting updates. If you're a fan of the series, but I'm I'm, I'm just surprised that people still play it. Like it'll randomly just show up at every four game awards and like just yeah. Two. I know still. a jackass <laughs> that lives in Japan here. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. I shouldn't have said jackass, but he is. Who gives a crap? Uh, he plays Destiny Two, and that's the reason why I stopped playing. Because <laughs> he has a YouTube channel where he sits at the ramen bar of destiny 2 acting in character it's the weirdest thing is man. this someone we know sounds like a cringe fest yeah he, he's worked in the same place you guys worked at but no, you don't know him okay i have yeah, i have I an idea of who this might be but yeah, yeah, yeah. i've mentioned him since <laughs> sure sure but, but yeah. yeah i i can't think uh splitter head reveal trailer swim swim splitter head swim let's do it Wow, Tony, take us through. Yeah, so um, it's by the I think it's director creator of Silent Hill, Keiichiro Toyama. Yeah, and so that is interesting because I was expecting just like another Silent. To be honest, when I was reading that, I was like, "Oh, was it just going to be like PT Take Two? You know, with the original guy, not Kojima or something like that." Um. But no, it looks um, certainly interesting. They, they from the music to the to the style and 
people's heads splitting apart and it's weird they love that body horror sh- stuff I, <laughs> I, it reminds me they of love that i love that cronenberg yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. love that cronenberg stuff <laughs> it's like uh there's that one anime where they do that. The kid's got like the hand that like comes alive and stuff. It's like, ugh. It's unsettling, but yeah, it yeah. looks cool. This is what I thought Tokyo Ghostwire should have been when it was first announced. Uh, the game from Tango Games, the Shinji Mikami studio. This is what I was imagining it would be. Like mm-hmm. really graphic looking, body horror, crazy shit happening. But instead, Ghostwire looks like very cyberpunk-ish. Uh, sort of like uh, contemporary weird images in there, a little postmodernism. Whereas this is like just like dirty slums and like crazy packed area areas, people take jumping off buildings, killing themselves. This is this reminds me weird. of uh, Parasite Eve a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the vibes I was getting from it. It should be good. It should be good. I mean, it should be good, right? Oh, I hope it's not just like, you know, we 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 buy into it because the guy has experience, and then it turns into another. What was his name? Infuani, Infuani Kenji. Keiji Inafune. Inafune, yeah, yeah. What did he uh, do? Keiji Inafune, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man. <laughs> also oh, did no. uh, he also did um the what what was the one thing. I forgot the name. Mighty Number no. Nine. That's what it was. Mighty Number no. Nine was so bad. That oh my Listen, gosh. Was Mighty Number no. Nine supposed to be just like a, like a, like a Mega Man clone? Yeah. Because he didn't have the rights. Yeah. But it didn't work. The problem with Inafune is Inafune thinks he's really good at something, and he kind of was more worried about the collector's editions, and he already announced a Mighty Number no. Nine Legacy thing like Mega Man Legends or something. He was building a world before the first brick was laid down. Mm-hmm. And yep. Yeah, that was right? the big problem. Mm-hmm. Red Ash and all these games he's announced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of just focusing on the game itself, he might like Mega Man could have been a good game he, if they actually did something properly. He wanted to he wanted to create an MCU for Mega Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, mega, really mega good, cinematic universe was uh, Koji Iga Igarashi um, from Castlevania fame. He got booted out of his own studio, and he ended up creating Bloodstain. And the way they handled criticisms, the way they released this game to even the two D like precursor games they released with it, beautiful, beautiful works of art, uh, mm-hmm. and like really true to the series, really true to the Metroidvania series. Whereas Mighty Number no. Nine couldn't even lock down a solid frame rate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. Not a... Chris Cross with Splitterhead. Yeah, no, for uh, Splitterhead. I hope it's in more of the bloodstained uh, category, literally and uh, figuratively, right. naturally. Uh, next one, Nightingale, 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 Nightingale. Uh, swim or sink, sink, sink. Uh, give me a brief overview before we... Okay, uh, it's Bioware boss Aaron Flynn. Uh, basically survival crafting, survival kind of game uh, set in like, it seems like Victorian era, postmodern, you have guns. Like oh, he's already asleep. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll swim. Very weird right, we'll, character we'll swing design. That. We'll, swing we'll swing. Next one. Uh, Gollum cinematic trailer. It is what it is. I say sink. Sink. So sink. you say Gollum? Yeah. As in Gollum from Lord yes. of the Rings. He has is there game. any other? No, Gollum, our buddy from high school. <laughs> he lives in an alley now. Yeah. <laughs> Gollum <laughs> from Jones. Gollum from India. He sells four, <laughs> baby. He sells used computers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, well, so, I'm 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 curious, but uh, you know, it's already been I've already been uploaded. There's no gameplay. It was just a cinematic trailer. Ah, uh, okay. Sink. Uh, next one, Somerville. Somerville action adventure game from the makers of Limbo. I like Limbo. Sink. Give it a swim. This was Kojima's most anticipated game. Uh I don't hold that. I'm not gonna. Uh, it's set in a sci-fi universe. Uh, it's about a family attempting to navigate the post-apocalyptic world. That would be his uh, most. Of course, it would be. It looks gorgeous. Like it looks like a really, really, really good. Like sort of like if you ever wanted a world war of the worlds kind of a game, this would be it. I, I like it. Uh, Nats, any thoughts? Uh, I could do swim. Wait, did you already do swim? Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, doing swim. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Tony, swim, sink. 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 Nat? Swim. All right, did you see the trailer? Uh, not yet. I'm pulling it up Jesus now. Jesus Christ. Slow internet. <laughs> This guy's swimming and he hasn't even been in the pool yet. What's going on? Take off the life preserve. Get in there. Hey, man, I, I self-taught myself to swim in concrete, all right? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. It, it looks cool. It, it starts off, you're thinking it's like limbo. Uh, there's a lot of 2D limbo-ish vibes. Uh, but all of a sudden, you see these alien, alien creatures come in. There's like a very different feel to this game. Uh, I think artistically and it's animated very well and it has this wicked closing shot of the whole family running through um or as aliens are sort of shooting and attacking it looks like it's not going to be locked into that 2d side scrolling perspective either because there's a couple of shots for the behind the character uh, truly a next step up from the same uh, from the city that brought uh, inside and limbo mm-hmm. definitely definitely looking uh, like a cool little game not uh not at all uh i was expecting something more like sad or less action oriented or a little bit dark but this definitely looks like it's it's geared towards action and it gets my thumbs up next up uh cuphead delicious last course oh looks awesome swim swim Swim. it looked great it looks so good um Mm -hmm. They did this like puppet animated sort of like uh, trailer. If you get a chance, check it out. Uh, I just love that 40s or early 30s era voice. Cuphead, over here. Like that weird. Like... All aboard, DFC <laughs> Island. Yeah, yeah. Bring your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like very... DFC Island. So good. It's so, uh, so good. It's, it's, it's so some more well bosses, done. eh? Yeah. <laughs> 
It is perfect. Uh, I do love that voice. Uh, yeah, it's something I forget. There's a there's an actual uh, title equipped to it. Um, it's called a Pan Pacific accent. Use uh, the transatlantic accent. Transatlantic. I'm going the other side. The transatlantic accent. Um, so like most of the Western world sort of like was united under this kind of way of speaking English. And so even if you were from the UK or the United States or different parts of the United States, it was consistent. And I miss that because it made movies like Casablanca stand out. Uh, every character yeah. sounded funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well it's also, weird. Can we, sorry. Can we point out that uh, the trailer also has stop motion animation in it which is yeah it does it's so with the, with the little guys moving around yeah it's great with yeah. the little plane flying around the island and they're like they got like the old <laughs> filter on it <laughs> june 30th 2022 no it's uh isn't it weird how the the world is more connected now than ever and we don't have something like that <laughs> we don't all sound like uh, 1930s radio announcers yeah but it's for so... some reason back then we were like, you know, let's all try to sound the same and we can't even <laughs> communicate with these guys unless we send over an electronic uh, piece of paper, whatever that is, telegraph there's a, there's or whatever. A, definitely a push for, for trying to be united earlier on. At least that's what it feels like. I feel nowadays it's like, I want my voice out there. Even if I sound stupid, people should accept me. <laughs> Whereas like, the bygone era was like no you have to have a certain level of credibility you have to show a certain level of class i definitely feel that uh especially as i get older and i see like young writers or not writers i'm just gonna say ign people come to place or kotaku writers or this is the, like the, the subplot of this podcast GPX, the blog coming soon subplot <laughs> <laughs> the subplot of this podcast is just uh, why we are dubious of IGN. Yeah, right. Or you know, you don't even have to go that way. Go, look at like uh, what's that moron that wrote Juno, <laughs> the stripper uh, turned Oscar winner. Uh, I don't know. And you 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 read you watch that movie and you sort of like, did a human being write this? Where do people speak this way? because it's like i i just I, I i can't understand whereas like something of a nolan movie uh you don't necessarily understand everything because of the audio mixing but it's definitely intentional uh i think writing has uh, is, is key and you can tell a person writing who has never seen the medium they're in or read a book versus somebody who has and i think a lot of writers these days don't read anything they read their own pieces. Yeah, Diablo Cody, by the way. Diablo Cody, yeah. What a oh. name. <laughs> Honestly, it's a sick name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Diablo yeah, it's a sick name. I mean, a, she's a hot girl. She's a, for a stripper. She's fucking ten out of ten. But as a writer, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I don't she, know. she was it's a stripper. Just, yeah, she was a so stripper. She, so her first jobs were secretarial work in Chicago law firms. That's code for stripper. Yeah. 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 Secretarial <laughs> law firm. No, um, wasn't she? I could have sworn she was like a really. Maybe you're just being slanderous, just to be slanderous. That's, oh, I'm uh, sorry, Diablo Cody. I need to. Uh, I need to apologize to the millions of dollars you've made. Uh, I think you were. Apologize. I think you were actually thinking about uh, 
Mephisto Cornelius. Actually, that was the other writer that was terrible that used to be a stripper. Yeah, no, no. On a whim, Cody signed up for amateur night at a Minneapolis strip club called Sky, Skyway Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done it, baby. Oh, professionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. And there's nothing wrong against against that. I'm not, I'm not trying to demean her. I'm just saying it, it didn't. Juno felt like a very weird movie to me. I hated it. I think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, and I sat through Spawn. <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I couldn't Spawn. take, yeah. yeah, I couldn't take Juno because it, it felt like the characters were really, really weird, really, really uh, not well written. Uh, but I, I don't know, just something about that whole movie, just, it just didn't sit well with me. Uh, and it's important because that's how I feel about a lot of these pieces you'll see on some of these websites, which I keep mentioning and giving them free press. Uh, it's, it feels like a person is just out there to either attack or boast and love without saying something smart, important, or relevant. And it also feels like whenever they decide to add in a diverse vocabulary, it feels very thesaurus-i. So they just quickly went to the source online and looked up a synonym for what they wanted to say. But it's very, yeah, it's, it's very indicative of like uh, most articles, like gaming articles, obviously, is victim to it as well. It's like that whole... Yeah just like make a clickbait title and then the piece that you write can just be like a total pile of crap like yeah just can be not in unintelligible like ramblings but as long as people click on the link to the article like that's the work great. is done like yeah so i you know that kind of stuff really shows and man uh talk about like good writing cuphead has really good writing uh these guys didn't know much about the cartoons that were made in the 30s and 40s. They were fans, but they still went in and did their research. Uh, they still went in and got good writers. They, they hired a better team. They got somebody to play, a friend of theirs from high school, play music of that era. Mm-hmm. They really, really went uh, above and beyond to do that. And that kind of effort requires you to study uh, the medium that you're into. It requires you to read, to do some research, and it's very clear. It does, uh, yeah, it definitely shows. Yeah, like right. the game looks flipping amazing, man. That's such a good game. Like you'd think it'd be like the first game that like some was invented in the 1930s. Be like, oh, yeah, 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 this is awesome. That's so good. Next up, uh, oh, I swim, Tony. This is your floater. We swimming. <laughs> Sonic we're swimming we're swimming in the what is it? <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna shut any, up any sonic game is, is always gonna be Sh- i'm gonna shut up i'm not gonna say a thing okay go right, you showed up <laughs> what Tony, to please. say what to say well i mean there's still i don't know if it's a gameplay or not i mean it looks uh the worlds look good but it's just i honestly i had a lot more questions than i had answers i guess um whereas like the sonic 2 trailer that was awesome you know it hit all the beats and it was um you know exciting and kind of had everything you wanted in it this one you know okay so is it open world i want to make sure i feel like i've read afterwards that someone said it's not going to be i'm pretty sure it might be open world but I, I don't know. Is it going to be like you just run around? Is it like Zelda Breath of the Wild? Is it going to... How is it actually going to look in-game is another thing. Um, you know, we're in the PS5 and Xbox era. If Sonic doesn't look like how he does in the cutscenes, there's there's a problem by this point. He should look like that in the game. 
Uh, there's a few frames of him from behind that people, Eagle Eye fans, have said looks like his model from previous games, which is like lower poly and all that stuff. So is it going to look like kind of last gen? I mean, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it just feels lazy if that's the case. I don't know. The worlds do look good, though. It looks fun. I just hope it doesn't borrow too much from these kind of like modern, recent open world games where it's like nature and greenery everywhere and and that's it. It does, yeah, looking at it now, it does seem kind of very Breath of the Wild inspired. Um, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think that can work as much for a Sonic game. Like if you were to just dump Sonic into Breath of the Wild, I don't think it would work. It worked a bit in Adventure because that was like the hub. That was like where you did all your exploring. And then then you get into the nitty gritty and you get into a level. It worked um, a bit in Adventure. A bit. Sorry, you, sorry. Like, it, no, like, uh, like the amount that they... It, it worked no. in Adventure is what you wanted to say. I, uh, As in, like, the amount, the, fixing the, it for the you, concise no amount that they did, like, keeping it to that amount of, like, exploration really worked. Whereas if they went beyond that, like, more than that would start to be a bit too much. So this... I mean, again, we haven't actually seen any gameplay, but if they go the full Breath of the Wild route, like the full open world, it does seem like it would be a very challenging thing to pull off. I I just don't know what they're going to do. I feel the thing that worries me is the, um, again, I'm a huge fan of the adventure and, and dare I say Sonic 06, if it was done right, that style of gameplay. So if we have another boost to game and, you know, like, I mean, I do like the boost style, I guess. But the thing is, it's like you have all these like big open worlds and then it's kind of just gone in a second because you're just going to boost through everything. So I honestly, I just have no idea what they're going to do. I'd prefer not to have another boost game and I'd rather have something with tighter controls. And uh, so, yeah, something pretty much just like adventure, but done very well. Mm-hmm. But but who knows? Um they're they're kind of all over the place, I think. All right, I'm just watching the son watching footage of himself as Peach. This is when I beat you destroying me. When you were Kazuya? You remember how, <laughs> how humiliating that was? Yeah. I I mean to add to your Sonic discussions, um recently I don't have an Xbox Series S or an X. Uh please I would like one anybody uh but looking at a lot of footage of of halo uh infinite and i'm i'm i am crying i'm so happy that this game looks that good the single player campaign uh somebody online was like oh, is this like sonic infinite because there's like halo-esque structures in the in the reveal trailer uh i will say this a lot of sonic trailers have never been this way uh, a, a lot of the trailers you'll see like attitude music cue you know flashy scenes of him grinding on rails and just this feels different did you see the forces trailer because it's kind of like this in almost every way it's like it's actually worse than this in terms of like like the cities are on fire and it's like dark and it's not like that edgy attitude sonic yeah i don't think you need to get away from what sonic is i mean yeah if you want to get more i don't know i feel like i feel like there's room for sonic to run fast 
looking at these landscapes, looking how vast they are, it is ridiculous to be walking that. And I feel, at least looking at this trailer, it was very clear to me. I went, holy crap, I get it. I get why this... And there's this weird moment where somebody whispers to him to turn and he does a quick turn. So I don't know what we're going to get in terms of like gameplay or how we're going to navigate this open world or this semi-open world, but it looks huge. And I would like that because now I can go really fast. I don't know. How how did you feel? Yeah, are you getting forces vibes? Are you are you are you uh, happy? Are you not happy? No, again, it's just it, it all depends on how how they do it. Uh, it says, what does your gut tell you? Uh, my 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 gut is that it's going to be open world, and they're gonna uh, they're gonna make it boost gameplay and. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be a little bit cynical with it, I think. Just because I haven't seen any gameplay. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. So, I think that's the best any Sonic fan can get. Yeah, because you can't get hype about it. Because then once you do, you know, you got hype for forces because... There's like a, there's like a 40% good. chance you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty high chance. Yeah. yeah. Just... Did you guys ever recall before Sonic Mania got released, there was a concept demo floating around uh, some university students if i'm not mistaken uh it it was their take on sonic and basically it was like a flat endless plane and sonic was running as fast as he could and the idea in that was they figured out they were messing with the idea that the next sonic game should be vast land like you should have a lot of space and so if you're doing platforming it's like you're the platform you're jumping on shouldn't be like a 30 foot something should be a hundred foot thing that just pops up three four inches yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking so about there's there's a lot of those um online i think there's a there's a demo called sonic world or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's what it is that's a really popular uh, game a lot of people play now i mean even even going back sonic uh 3d or sonic 3d yeah no sonic 2d robo blast or whatever the fan game that I remember playing that when I was younger, and that always had kind of very long, um, open sort of uh, platforms and stuff like that. I I don't know. I mean, I do I do like the that kind of gameplay if the speed is done well, but it's yeah. it's you know depends on how they do it, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on, shall we move on? Sure. Uh. Warhammer, Vermintide, Warrior Priest. I say sink. I could say. We're sinking. Good. We're sinking. Uh, next one. Uh, Tichia. Or Tichia, open world adventure um, inspired by New Caledonia. Sink or swim. So we're going to have to sink this one too. Sink. Maybe swing, it's, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a decent looking indie game, nothing against it. Uh, next one, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League, kill the swim, <laughs> swim, swimming. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. Let's swim. Uh, I, Tony, give me your thoughts. What do you think? I mean, I didn't know what it was at first when they announced it, and then I was like, oh, it's. It's uh, Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, very ambitious, right? They got the uh, 
what is it they got the uh wonder woman game and now this one coming in no it looks uh i mean didn't really show up i mean i guess they kind of showed up gameplay no it looks good this is the first time they did like mass gameplay trailers i think last time people were kind of accusing them of just keeping it very clean there was a cinematic trailer but like didn't look like real gameplay this time you got to see the the squad in action and uh, a little bit of beef with flash uh again the story goes that brainiacs invaded metropolis and he's taking control of the Justice League. So there's definite uh, elements of you trying to take him out because they're mind in mind control. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting is the, the entire time that they're talking about the Justice League, they've mentioned Wonder Woman, Superman. There's no mention of Batman. But early builds of the game shown have talked about Batman being a boss in the game. And to take him down, it's like a very horror-esque moment because you're pretty much in the dark and this guy's just taking out your squad. Uh, interesting gameplay moment where Harley jumps up. You see a bat glider that she attaches to. I have a feeling that the story of this game is going to be pretty interesting. And that Batman is probably the first one that allies up with them. Uh, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Oh, I just saw that. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. see like a weird bat glider pop in and Harley like jumps in and like hooks onto it. It does look really oh, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even I, notice that the first time. It's the first thing that stuck out to me because, like, I want to see what happened to Batman after Arkham Knight, and this game is in that universe. Is it supposedly? Oh. Yep. So what's happening with Batman? He is in the game, and uh, not only that, we got to see their version of Flash. I got to be honest; I'm really liking liking Captain Boomerang. Even though I've heard Australians say online that he is super exaggerated. <laughs> I fucking love I love his accent. I hope he's I hope it's exaggerated. It's fun. It's fun that it's, it's gotta be Rigidij. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a mascot character to be hating on the Flash, he is a mascot character, and he's calling out Flash for being a mascot character of the DC. <laughs> For, for the for the Justice League, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and again, I mean, it has this good balance. Uh, it, it looks violent. It runs smooth. It looks really, really good. And, and it's by is- Rocksteady, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah get same people who Very solid did studio, uh, so. Arkham, Arkham Games. So. Yeah, I, I'm so excited. I am so excited. Uh, it can come off a bit cheesy sometimes. I think their choice of music and uh, the attitude really sometimes. It's but it's classic, like Suicide Squad. Like they've kind yeah, of cemented that like... now. Like yeah, it's like uh, we have to be all like out there. And... You gotta be cheesy. Some some games yeah. need the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> or else it's just not the same. Can I be honest. I it's a very interesting situation because here you have two movies that are directed by James Gunn. Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy, but two games that have come out with a vastly different feel. And I yeah. feel I like the DC route more. I, I feel more connected to these characters in this game than I did with the Marvel games. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I think the MCU as a franchise uh, creator is so strong that you can't help but like look at Chris Pratt and be like, why isn't he voicing it? And maybe that's yeah. the downfall to the Guardians game. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, that is Harley Quinn's voice. 
that will always be Harley Quinn for me. And no matter how many Suicide Squad movies they pump out or uh, Harley Quinn movies, this is this universe is consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's interesting how they're yeah they're animated in game universes the most consistent. They're, they don't care about live action stuff. So. Next up, uh, Final Fantasy for Spoken. Sink or swim? I could do swim. Sink. <laughs> I'll do swim just to see what you think, Matt. Uh, it's not it's not my type of a game, but I'm very amazed that this is going in. Um, the thing is, the interesting fact that this is running the Lumen engine. So this was an engine, proprietary engine Square Enix invested heavily in. And they ended up going to Unreal for Final Fantasy VII Remake. So this is that engine being used for First Spoken, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's um, weird. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's like a very realistic character style. Um, it's 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 a it's a different thing. I, I feel like it's a very like aimed at the West kind of RPG. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Nat, thoughts? Uh, yeah, looks cool. But um, yeah, I'm just watching the trailer now. Seems like it should be all right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Not really a big Final Fantasy guy, to be honest. So, I mean, uh, Luminous Engine. Correction, sorry. Luminous Engine. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting uh, because the studio that was formed was Luminous Productions, and then they dissolved that studio. Uh, and then all of a sudden... Isn't the 13 game- universe like Luminous or whatever? Exactly. Is that, the, is that the, okay? Sorry. No, uh, and, and they spent a lot of money into that. Uh, they they created a new studio within Square Enix uh, to do this, and basically they they talked about this game, and, and now we're seeing this game finally come to to light. Yeah. I think it was called Argyle's Prophecy. It was a tech demo. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, what are you seeing in, in Forspoken uh, right now? Sort of like this person, just average person cloaked and like doing like weird force moves and crazy things. It's interesting. Uh, it's very, very interesting. And it's a very different vibe. And kind of like the person that says, oh, you know, I don't like Final Fantasy VII because of Cloud's hair or the crazy like ultra cyberpunk Japanese vibes. Then that's the person you say, well, you may like Forspoken because it's kind of like a little dumbed down, a little more medieval. It's a little different. Uh, not the game I'm extremely excited about, but I'm happy to see them try something different. Cool. I mean, technically, it's not a Final Fantasy game, right? It's just a Square game. Yes. Yes. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. As a Square Enix game. Right, they, they removed the Final Fantasy title from that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, next one. Space Marine 2. Warhammer. Sink. Another Warhammer Sink. game. Sink, yeah. Sink. It looks cool. That's all I'll say. It looks chunky. These guys look like they take a lot of steroids, eat, eat beef jerky. Uh I love it. It's very chunky looking. Uh, and if you played or seen the original Space Marine, 
Uh, it's nice. It's nice to see this kind of game out there. Saints Row. Sink. Sink. Yeah, I wasn't. I was never a fan of Saints Row. It's like the like GTA with more acid or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's all right. Um, next one. Uh, Fall Guys announced their uh, Nightmare Before Christmas DLC. I'd say Sink. That's pretty explanatory. Sink. Think. Uh, next one, Doom Spice Wars. The Spice Melange. Doom Spice Wars. Dune, 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 Dune. Ah, uh, Dune. Dune. Same. Uh, it's enough. RT, uh, RTS about the Spice Wars, Dune Universe. Yeah, <sighs> definitely could sink. Uh, just Same the name the Spice Wars does not. Yeah, Spice Wars. It's I not... think the Spice World. You know. Jerry Hallowell, Baby Spice, stuff like yeah, that. That's what I think too. That's the war I want to see, baby. We're just fighting to get the Spice Girls back together. That's yes. That's the only war that we need. So. Come on, Posh, make it happen. <laughs> and David Beckham's an evil guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just like always in a suit and like always. He looks like Jeff Bezos, but he's always yeah. like, and he's always he like juggling a, a ball. Voice. He's always juggling a football in like every yeah, scene. Yeah. He's always just like, <laughs> come on, baby, don't do it. You don't want to go back. <laughs> no, no, he's got a much higher voice. He's like, come on, baby, don't do it. He does have a yeah. He does have a surprising thing. Well, I see. Yeah, come on, yeah. Posh. He's one of those guys who you look at and when he speaks, you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because you expect him when he talks to you. Hello, how are you? Yeah, yeah. He's actually, I'm he's like, Hi. He's like, oh, you know. Uh, Posh, he sounds like Tom Holland. That's what he sounds like. All right, before you start hating on Tom Holland again, quick. <laughs> love, love the Tommy. Yeah. Next, quick, game, next game, Tiny Tina's Wonderland story trailer. I think. Sink. Sink. I'm a fan of Borderlands, but I'm not a fan of Tiny Tina. Uh, something about her voice really just it, like scrapes. It's too tiny. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you know what? It's looking great. The game's looking great. And good for her. She's getting to uh, actually diversify and, and work with good talent to create a game. So I'm, I'm all for that. Um, Among Us VR. Oh, Sink. Uh, I mean, we all know what Among Us is. Who needs it <laughs> to be in VR? Like, Sink. Yeah. Uh, oh, next one was a weird, like, Doke V music video reveal. I'm not a, what, can I, I say something that nobody was saying? Sure. This, if you were a pedophile, this was <laughs> the greatest thing for you to see. Oh, it's so yeah. So this is the game. Okay. I, I didn't know if this is the game you were talking about. And then. Yeah. It's like, dude, what? I just don't, I don't get it. It's like. What a suddenly, strange the art and style of the original Japan. game had these kids, right? And it's a game coming out of Korea. And it's got this art style and that's it's fine and it's kid, but they they had this weird music behind it. And people love that K-pop-ish music. So the creators of the music behind behind the music ended up doing this video. And it's these semi they're kids, but their body movements and just it's a little too like remember that Suggested. Netflix 
yeah show that got canceled um, on the beauty pageant or kids beauty pageant this is pretty much the same shit but you know nobody blames it because it's like oh but it's asian culture it's like no it's not this is this is fucked up because um, uh, again it's coming from korea so everybody can love it right um, no it's 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 uh no it's strange, it's strange. I, I thought it was um just the movements and stuff were very uh, strange. There's something Dude, weird so about weird. just the way it it's looks. so weird. I don't like it. The overall, all. like, they look like. You're saying yeah. Tony's live reaction now. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's how it goes. Because I'm watching it now and it's just like, it looks like four year olds, but they're doing like, because I've seen idols here dance like this. Yeah. And I know how idols are kind of put out and like how k-pop singers are. there's just something about it that just seems weird it it looks it, weird it weird it looks like strangely like uncanny valley i guess in yeah. a way too i don't know i don't know i'm just definitely not a fan of that i all. i don't like it i don't like it uh it reminds me of like way back uh i remember playing super mario 64 for the first time and my parents liked it. They were like amazed. I'm like, oh my God, it's a 3D game. And I remember like we had some family friends over and one of the guys was like, so making a game for kids, why doesn't Mario look like a kid? Like, why does he have to be a little mustache plumber? And I remember that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard as a kid, an adult say. Because it was like, if Mario looks like that a statement kid, that made me lose faith in adults. Because right? I'm like, if Mario This is when I stopped like trusting kid, adults. <laughs> Yeah. myself my life was never the same, same. and then i found what? shadow the hedgehog <laughs> and the eternal edge that right inside of me <laughs> no but it's like why would i play a game as a kid where i'm playing another kid like why would i play as a kid it made no sense yeah i wanted an escapism mario was hilarious because he was an italian plumber created by japanese people Mm-hmm. and it, it's just like it looked good and so like this is everything wrong if that guy had to create a studio in korea this is this is what he would do he would take his four or five year old kids and he'd be like yeah i'm gonna make a game and it just feels so off it's not even like it's a dancing like and i guess i'll just say it now it doesn't look like sexual or anything but it does it's smiley it, it, suggestive. It, it's That's what they say about AKB and all these other like. Well, but they're they're actually very like outwardly suggestive. I mean, I haven't seen what happens with this. They're not doing like any weird hip movements, is what I mean. But it's just more like because you see adults dance like this. I think that's why it's it's strange. Remember, I don't know. Did, you ever, did you guys ever watch Ally McBeal? No. single female lawyer lawyer yeah <laughs> but like the thing about alan McBeal, i think the first time they were starting to do 3d stuff and remember that's where the 3d dancing baby was popularized it was an internet uh, meme for a while any kind of like dancing baby thing it's just i don't it's not even it's so can't even be funny it's just weird like right i don't know no but it's it's kind of the thing i find problematic with this kind of stuff is it's reinforcing that teen uh, exploitation the kids culture kid exploitation mm-hmm. and it's just painting something different on it it's calling it asian culture or you know these kids are, are learning how to dance 
no it's the same fucking vibe but painted differently mm. as like kids going to beauty pageants as like that weird netflix show that was on for a while i don't know what it was called booty shakers or some nasty ass <laughs> stuff but it was like basically people were like dude this is pedophilia what the hell are you showing this stuff mm. people made an outrage of it and this has that same vibe to it because it's not cute it would be more appropriate uh it wouldn't be any approach. don't bring kids into fucking video games just don't it's just it's weird there's a not, reason why not, we don't not in this way yeah not in this way uh it makes me want to watch rugrats and play the rugrats video games because that was kids done right where you're a kid and you you the imagination's the key not acting like prepubescent teens with not, big heads not hyper realism yeah it's weird it's weird i just don't like it i absolutely loathe it and uh the reason why i loathe it even more is because every artist i can see um is charmed by this kind of stuff and they're like oh it's so creative it's so unique it's so uh, it's so not me man I, i hate this so much let's move on uh, going in. uh and by the way the game that it is this dance move and stuff is for is looking pretty hype it looks pretty good because you can skateboard it's open world uh it look it look it looks really cool but again i still have a problem with those characters i just don't i don't like it um next one um steel rising cinematic trailer oh boy sink 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 uh next one metal hell singer soundtrack trailer sink 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 uh star trek resurgence sink 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 did ever like <laughs> Did, were there any were there ever any other star trek games because i don't what how is this a resurgence if, there were, <laughs> if this is the no, first game that was star trek online there was star trek online mm. i think but no just you know whatever <laughs> rumbleverse uh reveal trailer is that like another what is that like a another smash clone uh no it's like a 40 player melee focused battle royale Kind of like, um, what was that other game that's really popular? We just talked about it in the list above. Not Among Us. Uh, Fall Guys? Hmm? Fall Guys. It's kind of like a Fall Guys. Oh, mm-hmm. Sink. 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 A Plague's Tale Requi- Requiem um, reveal trailer. I'm thinking it just because Requiem is very uh, sanctimonious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. sink 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 though i will say it is gorgeous to look at and uh the first game apparently was really heavy uh dying like two cinematic trailer That's i like the that. game i like it i love the first one yeah but i i hate the trailer this trailer <laughs> but let's talk why because <laughs> you know what here's here's my problem they always want to capture that that thing that dead island did there was mm-hmm. this tr- reveal trailer for dead island where this girl's eye they zoomed in on her eye and it zoomed back out and it's this tragic story of a girl that becomes a zombie and attacks her dad and her dad and mom are in a hotel room do you remember that you know what i'm talking about i just remember the guy where like it's the douchebag guy and he's running and then he like, covers too. up his butt 
and then he just his face blows up or something. That that's Dead Island two. Dead Island one had this like deeply cinematic trailer, and like mm-hmm. always has-beens online were like, "Wow, this is showing people like game trailers can be impactful and emotional." And it wasn't, to be very honest. It was just a hokey gimmick. They wanted you to sympathize with like a a character that never existed in this world. I knew what Dead Island was. I knew this. It was not going to be this emotional game, but they created this wonderful trailer, and it just didn't feel right. And this has the feels to that too. It's like fighting ways of hordes of zombies, and when things start getting like too sanctimonious and too emotional mm-hmm. in a zombie game, I'm just so tired. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I mean, you don't. Yeah, you're not trying to make a film here. Yeah, really. yeah. Like. I mean, the only, like, um, and Tony will, like, groan a bit if I say this, but the only game that kind of did that emotional zombie thing well was Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that, they couldn't even do that. True. They couldn't even do that again. Like, Last of Us Part 2. Like, I don't even like, need The Last of Us Part 1. <laughs> but it's like the mere mention of the phrase, The Last of Us. You know, like, maybe Part 2 will come up and then it would just be can like, you, no. Can you, for this video like fight club style have neil druckmann's face like flash in and out whenever <laughs> i'll do a one like, frame like smiling <laughs> the one frame <laughs> do one frame it's his face like it sounds good i'll do one frame of it it'll happen <laughs> no, and I, th- I think i think you 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 nailed a very good point Nat, that the last of us part one had this vibe that made me want to get into that world it was hopeful it had a style there was a weird um road to perdition sort of like i'm i'm it's going to be a long journey kind of feel to the game and it was very true to the game whereas these dying like two should be about fun it should be frantic because that's the gameplay so a trailer like that stay yeah really so weird like trailers like uh that just don't reflect the actual essence of the game and the gameplay it's like yeah yeah and i mean dying like Dying Light like Two, Dying like One is just all about like holy shit! I've got this wicked fucking pipe that I've like customized and it's awesome. I'm just gonna yeah. like cleave like hundreds of zombies' heads off with this awesome pipe. Like yeah, that's and it, it's awesome. It's a great game, but like you know, it doesn't get more emotional than that. <laughs> like, so yeah. a great game. Uh, I thought a very uh, weird trailer. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, next up. Crossfire. I want I want to swim because I want to hate on this game a bit. So this is another sub it. for you? Huh? This is another sub for you? Oh. No, Torpedo no, no. Torpedo Boy? I swim because it's interesting. I want to see what it, where it's at. But again, if you guys think it, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't care. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll swim just to hear you talk. Because okay. I like the sound of your voice. Long story short, I watched this trailer and it reminds me of Crisis. The entire trailer. I'm thinking crises again and again. Why is it interesting? It's made by Remedy for the Xbox. So I'm very excited on this weird um, kind of like Ghost Recon vibe, but there's something about their suits, something about time travel. It's just a weird, interesting game. And Remedy makes some really, really interesting games. These are the guys that, I mean, did the original... Uh, Oh my god, I can't even remember. Max Payne. Max Payne games. I was thinking of Quantum Break. Was that the one am I thinking of? Um, 
great stuff. Uh, just you watch this trailer. And if you go watch the revealed trailer for the Crisis Remaster Trilogy or Crisis 2, it's like, do you guys not know Crisis exists? Because essentially they're talking about the suit transforming and it just, it feels weird. Uh, I'm a huge supporter of the Crytek team. I love Crisis. And the fact that that game got released, uh, the trilogy got released this year, I'm enjoying the crap out of it. So that's it. Nothing more to it. Um, next one, Blood Hunt. Uh, Vampire sink. the Masquerade. People. Sink. Sink. Sink, I guess. Battle Royale genre. So wisely sunk. Well, automatically sunk if it's Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> Next, GTFO. It's a co-op horror game. Okay. Uh, um, no, I think it. What kind of like vein is it in? Is it like kind of Resident Evil? Seriously scary. Four player co-op, seriously scary. Uh, survival horror game. Zombies or weird monsters. That sounds cool. I'll say I could, swim. I could, I could swim it. Uh, just to hear Nat see what he thinks. Um, Sorry, just to double check the name of the game. GTFO. Get the fuck out. Ah, uh, GTFO. Sure. Um, interesting. I really like uh, the vibe. Uh, but again, uh, we just saw Back for Blood. There's another four-player zombie apocalypse game out there. Uh, so I'm kind of curious where this goes. Because I feel like uh, I'm, that area is oversaturated. Mm. Um, even Division 2 and Division 1, they all have this like four-player in a team fight the post-apocalypse diseased humans, monsters. The next Ghost Recon has this kind of vibe to it. They went like full aliens in it. I, I'm not, it's not exciting. It's sad. Uh, this was a genre I remember when Left 4 Dead came out. I was like, holy mm. crap, nobody's done zombie games like this. And that's been and, done to death by now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like over and over and over. Um, the only thing different about GTFO is it seems like it's more than zombies. They look like they're horrendous creatures and aliens and just weird things running about. So it doesn't seem like your typical zombie shooter. Nonetheless, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the trailer. It just doesn't inspire me whatsoever. Very generic, right? Yeah. So even if it swam, we sank it. Uh, next one, Halo TV show trailer. <laughs> Is it like red versus blue? We won't know until we sink or swim it. <laughs> Hmm. I think you really want to talk about it, Asan. So I'll say swim. Yeah, <laughs> it looks great. It looks so good. Um, what I didn't expect a TV show encapsulating the Halo universe to look this good. Uh, very very shocked. Uh, the actor who plays Master Chief is actually six foot ten. He is a tall, tall guy. Master Chief is that height in the books. <laughs> so when this guy is fully suited up, he is a monster. And he's not a douche. He's not weird. It's just, I, they couldn't have picked a perfect cast. Uh, there's reveals of uh, Dr. Halsey from the Halo universe. There's reveals of High Charity, which is like where the Covenant stays, like this weird spread out planet. 
uh, that looks like a planet, just jellyfish style stuff. Um, the CG stuff they showed looks promising. Again, it's a TV show. I don't want to get too hyped, uh, but it's definitely taking cues from The Mandalorian. So um, it's on I'm, Paramount Plus too. We got to get another streaming service. I know. <laughs> I'm probably not um, gonna watch it. No, uh, but I'm not. But granted, like uh, Mustaf does look awesome. Like right, especially that last shot of him like uh, kneeling down the sand. Yeah, it's like those old uh, ODS commercials, ODST commercials or whatever. Oh my god, those were so good! I think that's the first time I went. Like, I see why Hollywood's been after this franchise. I see why because when you look at those ODST commercials, you're like, "Man, Halo would be a great series of movies, TV shows." But I wanted Neil Blomkamp to be part of this. I wanted. He was the original guy that got booted out of this stuff. I mean, he's a genius. Uh, he wanted to reboot Aliens, uh, Alien Paradise Lost, and suddenly Ridley Scott was like, no, I should direct it. And that he killed that franchise with Covenant. Um, he's the guy that did District 9. He wanted to work with Weta, mm-hmm. and they actually, Weta, designed a couple of Warthogs. So like this Halo project's been swimming for a long time. And I just, I hope, my hope is that the people that are behind this have some passion and that it actually comes to fruition because if it's bad, uh, I'm not going to watch it. It's just going to depress me. Mm-hmm. It's just like seeing a bad Batman movie. It's just like, no, I can't watch. Uh, last but not least, Elden Ring cinematic trailer. Not last, but it's a couple more. Uh, heard of it. Well, I'll say swim really quick. It looks yeah, swim. Near, near swim. swim. Okay. Tony, no, talk to me. What do you no, think? it looks good. This is a game that was announced forever ago. It looks great though. It looks like how you'd expect. Um, you know, the guys at, from software to, to make a game. Uh, I wonder if the story is going to be good. George R. R. Martin should probably finish his book series instead, I think. But you know, at least he's <laughs> At least he's making. At least he seems to be writing uh, what looks to be very interesting. Uh, yeah. I have a few friends who are really, really into those these like Souls games. I'm assuming it's going to be a Souls game, of course, in, in the style of. So I mean, it looks next gen. You know, yeah, it looks good. And it's good to sort of release a cinematic trailer. I mean, I think the gameplay beta that just happened a few weeks ago. It's like we've already seen a lot for gameplay to mm. finally do like a proper like stylized trailer. So this, this was well warranted. Mm. Um, I, so I should, uh, I got to take a couple of minutes here to plug in my charger. But um, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys keep going. Um, just assume I swim everything. <laughs> We're gonna but, sink uh, everything. Let's just say we're almost we're almost done, Nat. It's twelve o'clock. I know, Jesus true. Christ, man. Uh, meet the Jesus. nanos, which is uh, sorry, not synced off planet. Uh, it's a companion shooter. I say sync. Sync. Uh, next up, Arc Raiders. Sync. Sync. Uh, Matrix Awakens. Last one of the show. Uh no, we get to see yeah, we'll swim, man. It's the last one. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they had the whole thing with Keanu talking and, and stuff like that, which I thought was interesting. I mean, of course, they're going to they're gonna bring him in there. Gameplay looks good, though, I think. Given from... No, no. It, it, yeah, what yeah, I've yeah. seen, too, it's, it's blowing my mind. Good. I mean, it looks... Yeah. Yeah, some... Yeah, let's just pause again. Some weird frames. It just looked nice, though. When you watch it in motion yeah. and everything, it should be good. And this right? thing is like on its way uh, here. Like it's, it's, it's coming. It's out right now. So I oh, mean, okay. so you can see this thing, and it looks gorgeous. It's good. Well, we lost Nat. So. Oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, in terms of like reveals, we we covered that. Uh, How did you feel about the game awards in general? Mm, no, I mean, in general, honestly, there's not much to say to anything. We kind of talked about the, the bulk of it, the games and everything. Um, Hello. Hey, man. Oh, we're done. All right. See you next week. No, I, I, I think, um, no, it's good. I still think it's, um, you know, it feels more and more streamlined every year. It's kind yeah. of a, a long show, but that's that's fine because you got a lot of any winners or losers who were happy about. Because I didn't want to cover like who won what because I think that's been done to death. That's why you're tuning into the award. Uh, uh, I mean, honestly, I I'm kind of like I'm I'm more in it for the premieres to be honest, more so than the yeah. awards itself. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm going to be honest, I don't know most of these people. Yeah. When it's a game dev, I know, of course, I'm really into it. Um, but most of them, honestly, I just don't know, and I haven't even played half of the games. So it's kind of like, well, like Deathloop or something I'd never heard of. It won two Deathloop awards. <laughs> did, did really good with uh, being like, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, winning for art direction. And something else, best direction, which uh, I found interesting because yeah, in, in this year we've not had much to go on, uh, and I think it was a game with a definite strong style, and really like you know, Arcane does its shooters with style, and uh, it's well warranted. The award I was excited about that you both already know of was the best action adventure, which is weird because action already had a winner. So it made me question. I'm like, wait a minute. So Returnal was in action, but not in action adventure. But I don't care what people say. The fact that Metroid Dread got an award made me so happy. And yeah, it is very good. And not only that, to have like, I'll tell you the best part of the whole award ceremony is that final award when the orchestra gets in and they play the themes for the nominees. That's always the, that's hear. probably my favorite part of every show. Like, I love when they did that for Ultimate. I know, right? How did that not win? What won Game of the Year that year in 20, 2018, was it? Oh, I could look this up. Dude, I was... It's just... I'm amazed. I was even laughing. God of War won. Oh, yeah. I was even amazed that they did Animal Crossing with the orchestra. That was last year, 2020. It just got the feels of like having a Nintendo franchise, like orchestral. To hear um, Metroid's theme. Yeah, just double checking on uh, the Resident Evil 4 actually won best VR game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. 
But apparently, what? didn't they? Wasn't isn't that the, isn't this the version that was heavily like, censored? Um, censored, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. strange. But you know, whatever. I say, yeah. I say, go with it. I say, the people that want to play it on VR, they get to play it on VR. That's great. That's fine. But like, you should have already played this game. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a fantastic game. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that the lady who played Lady Demestris won for like best voice actor. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she's she's a tall good. lady. She's tall. Mm-hmm. Like she embodies that character. Really Literally. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, geez. Whoa, jeez. It was and so I'm like, why are you all fangirling over the character? That's your that's your real woman right there. Uh man, I, I was starstruck. She was cool. Um, and yeah, just uh, it was it was nice. Some of those awards really surprised me. The Resident Evil Guilty Gear Strive on a side panel popped up as best fighting game. And I was it's great. Uh, I felt this year more than ever that the games I wanted to win won. I felt like, man, this game should be winning. And they did. And Keep in mind, back when Spike had these awards, I remember F-Zero GX came out as best racing game and they gave it to like some bullshit need for speed game or something. And I was so cheap. I was so upset. I think it was like need for speed most wanted, but not the good criterion versions, like the cheesy ones with like live motion actors or something. And I remember just hating these awards because it's just like, you know, strippers are like on the side poles there it, it didn't feel like a game award show it felt like chad bro pretending to be a gamer award show um uh, and keely's really transformed this and and to put it in summation the game of the year went to it takes two and there are a lot of people that say that game is really really good mm. narratively and gameplay wise and say hate him or love him i love joseph <laughs> Joseph Perez, is it Perez? The man hates Hollywood. He showed up in a t-shirt to this award ceremony. <laughs> he said the most sincere things. He's like, you know, I want to dedicate this to my to my daughter. And if you haven't had kids, you should have them. They're amazing. <laughs> it makes you think. Go get them. He's like, go get a kid. It's just uh, FDR. Oh no, that was that was years ago. What did he say this time? He said that again today. It's like you he know, said, I've been on stage saying F in the Oscars, but actually the Oscars are already getting F because the game award show is so much better. He is he's funny. unleashed, happy, and I mean, if you want a good note of hope, this guy is working at an indie studio at EA. This is the type of guy I like. He is says what he wants he's happy he creates some impactful games he does not consider himself an auteur even though his games have gotten critical acclaim he mm-hmm. will never poo poo anybody he won't be like an fu call of duty or battlefield he's not gonna act all high and mighty uh, i can't believe he's directing games I, I can't believe this this is the guy he doesn't look like a game director but he's he's funny it's cool, dude. He's, he's funny. Like, he wins. He's like, let's oh, go. He rips the yeah, he was so hyped. <laughs> that's what made me so happy uh, to get a game. Because I thought, I was like, oh, great. Uh, Deathloop's going to win game of the year. Or or they're going to give it to Ratchet and Clank, which would be a decent one. 
there's no way Metroid was winning. And to have they will never, they will never give it. Oh no, that's not true. They gave it to Breath of the Wild in uh, 2017. Right. But I mean, you got to create a really great game. And then they're like, well, I guess it won this game with the year. I, you know, I, I, I feel like no matter how good Nintendo makes a game, unless it is like a genre definer, it's not going to win game of the year. Whereas oh, yeah, I feel like other companies can do like a lesser job and still get it. Uh, not saying that's always the case, but I, I don't know. I feel like there's that. It's like the Oscars, you know, like they'll never give it to Star Wars for whatever reason, even though. Yeah. The well, originals are masterpieces. <laughs> No, certainly, certainly not, not the, the reason. No, hey, uh, the the rise of Andy Skywalker. Oscar that should have should have rise been. of the Skywalker. <laughs> that would be the uh, that, that that would be the time to do it if it was Hollywood. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> For changing the game and being the best film since Empire, rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> Come up here. J.J. Abrams. A homage to The Simpsons where McBain is hosting the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun, guys. And and I, I gotta think I gotta tell I gotta thank you, Tony. You got us up and watching the awards. Uh and this was a long, long podcast. Uh but Man, is it fun to talk games with you guys. Thank you. And we're gonna have to split this right. into two, probably. We're gonna really milk it. Yeah. Uh and yeah, and with that, uh any any parting thoughts? Yeah, you can go first. I know you have a lot you uh, want to say. There's the game awards were good. He watched well them. Said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, no parting thoughts. I, I thought, uh, well, I'll close out, but Tony, anything that? No, it was good. I, I had fun watching it, and uh, I think it's getting better every year in terms of presentation. Um, no, it was, it was, in, it's interesting to always watch the game awards to see the way the uh, it's kind of a good reflection on the year, obviously, but it's you know what came out this year and. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of games that I haven't played were here. I'm glad to see that um, the awards themselves are, like I said, are still getting better. And hopefully, you know, next year it'll continue that upward trajectory. I I wanted to kind of get out of the shadow of, you know, trying to be another Hollywood kind of Oscars type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's clear... I'm not going to say it's clear, but there is that feeling, right? It's like when Kojima showed up, he did a Del Toro movie movie trailer. Yeah, I didn't even I, want to address that. I I don't know. To me, it just felt like uh, we're still living in the, this world where games are seen as lesser than movies, yeah. um, which is understandable. But if you're going to do a show on the Game Awards, I think you don't need to have movies as a way to legitimize games. Yeah, uh, keep the influencers to a bare minimum. That's that what too. made me happy this yes, year. Yes, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had maybe YouTube clips of some people talking, um, obscure people I didn't even recognize. And I kind of like that. I, I like that because I just don't think we need a voice in the industry aside from the games itself. They do the talking and the creators should talk. Uh, you had a very funny joke and I'm going to force it. 
because it makes me laugh when I think about it every time. The finale, the guy who is delivering the game of the year. A is good old songs? buddy. Oh, gosh. Neil Drunkman. No, Dunkman Druckman. <laughs> I kind of turned it the other way. He was up there. Uh, and Tony, what did you say? It just it gets me every time. He looked disappointed the Last of Us 2 didn't win the award again. I think he was waiting to open it up and he was like, the game of the year goes to <laughs> Last of Us. Oh, oh, two of us. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. He, I gotta be honest. I think he be looked really there. bummed out. He looked so bummed out. Like a half a second. Then he realized it was this year and not last year. He was like, <laughs> He's like "How dare you guys snub my game?" It's like I see the it's two on one there. Is it Last of Us Part Two? No. Oh no. Okay. It's not. Oh, it was great. Oh. It made me laugh so much. It still, it still gets me here. You mean like right here? Might have to change our thumbnail. I'm gonna. Put Druckmann's, uh, Druckmann's, <laughs> Druckmann's face on there. Just the, the serious. He has all these pictures, like, and would have like have like a with special guest, new Druckmann, and people would just tune in. Featuring Hideo Kojima. He just doesn't show up. We, we should yeah. we should ask him. I'm gonna tweet him. Maybe he'll answer us. I'll put it on he the job application. He does. Hey, hey can you he shout does. us out for this podcast we're doing? And uh, make sure you you mentioned we loved, music uh, by Sting. We loved uh, Last of Us Part Two, yeah. Because <laughs> Sting did really the opening number. I didn't want to even cover that. <laughs> hey man, Uncharted Four still my favorite game. I Goodbye, Fred. We'll see you next time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good game, guys. It's such a good game. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us. Uh, I'm gonna say, Tony, if you want to edit this down <laughs> to. A reasonable watch feel free because there are a lot of sinkers we didn't even need to mention but it's good to have extra content rather than no content at all um and yeah it was just a joy to go through with this stuff and we're starting out so come support us uh give us some views give us some feedback and hopefully uh we start producing more content regularly when this content starts giving us a little bit of uh emotional and monetary satisfaction uh, yeah. Right now, we're getting no emotional satisfaction. We're, doing we're getting none whatsoever. No. We're trying to get by no, on what we have. Yeah. Uh, this was the GPX podcast. Uh, and thank you guys. Seriously. Wonderful. And have a good night. Take care, everyone. Have a good one.